I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You'll get no showbot, no emojis, and no Lieutenant Yar! Red on air hilt. I don't like latency. Schrodinger's TMS. <laughs> there are many Kevins, but this one is mine. Gently cupping them noodles. Congealed slab of noodles. Why don't you go to St. George and die? That's a lovely place to die. Prop me up on a raft in Las Vegas. Excuse me while I masticate. The Plaza cares. Oh no, Claire found the YouTube channel. Being Bernadette. Post-apocalyptic games with Dan and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Back and forth, it was crazy. Bring me Snow White and Jasmine limited edition dolls. The Morning Stream. I don't understand. You never die. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to TMS. It is the morning stream for what is today? Uh, uh, April 4th, 17th, 2023, Brian. Holy crap. <laughs> I didn't want to help you on that one. I had the answer in front of me, but, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's better to let you work it out on your own. Yeah, I'm a little distracted yeah. today. I got to try to try to get my focus in. We're, we're uh, sure. we talked about pre-show a little bit, but we're streaming to YouTube today, and there's just some changes. You got to get used to what to do yeah. and how to do it. and. You know, we got people here. The one thing I do want to change, and I totally forgot to do it, but tomorrow, chat room, I'll put you on the lower latency. Right now, you're on normal, and YouTube normal latency is kind of long. It's like 30 seconds. It's really long, yeah. <laughs> it helps with like making sure there's no buffers and junk like that, so I understand sure. why it's a value for most streams like this, especially big ones, but I'll, I'll get it back down to low. You just can't change it mid-show, so I'll have to do it later. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Hope you all had a nice weekend, and uh, you know... We got we got shit coming up, dude. We got a week. Dude, it's up. a week, a week till Vegas, a week till the official meet and greet Monday night thing, and we'll have. I feel like we're going to pretty much have met and greet everybody. Uh, <laughs> 
well before we see them on uh, yeah, all, before all the metting and the gretting will be complete by the time yeah. uh, we get we'll, there. We will have met and gret everybody. Fantastic. <laughs> I can't wait to gret people. I'm used to meeting them or metting them, but not gretting them. Not gretting them. Yeah. No, yeah. Next uh, week's a big week. We got a lot going on. And, and as a result, uh, you know, there, l- l- I guess I'll tell people ahead of time, even though there'll be about 20 of you who don't don't pay attention and don't hear me say this. <laughs> I just had a guy yesterday ask me where, uh, are the PM editions not on every week anymore? Mm, I'm like, sure, uh, not sure. since June of 2021 or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, so next week there will be no show Monday. There'll be mm-hmm. no show Tuesday. Mm-hmm. There'll be no show Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And there will be no show Thursday. Okay, so you're saying, you're saying that some of our shows next week will not happen. Only some of them. them. Only some Uh in that all of them. Um, We're going to record content while we're there, of course, and the the live stuff that we do on stage and Brian's game and all that stuff's going to be posted when we're done, but... Yep. Um, I'm also going to try to do some some sort of t- little tadpole hangouts and and record and talk to people and then put that up on the regular feed. Cool. But just know that next week, TMS folks, that we are just physically not here, and uh, we'll be doing a bunch of stuff from there. Although Tom Merritt's doing a live DTNS, which would be he's going to do a live DTNS. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Glad you were able to the, do that. The amount of effort that it takes sometimes to. Uh... <laughs> To accommodate to our friends, coordinate something like that, yeah. And I love Tom, and I, you know, I will, I will bend over backwards for him. But it's like eleventh hour. I'm like, all right, I think we got everything squared away. All right, this is good. All right, I've got this coming. This is uh, being printed right now, or this is being developed. Tom's like, hey, uh, Brian, uh, any way I could do a live DTNS on that Monday for? Like, oh yeah, I think so. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. As as the. But, uh, of the, as the as the owner of the plaza, Brian is happy to comply. He'll make this exactly. happen. Don't worry. And this is kind of a little bit of a, a announcement here. Um, so for the longest time, ever since we started doing TMS Vegas and having it at the plaza, we have had the pleasure of working with a woman named Bernadette. Bernadette mm-hmm. is fantastic. She... Um, she, you know, basically I give her a list of what we need. She's like, all right, you guys will have the pool thing for, for the meet and greet. You guys will have this. Oh, how about a ballroom for your, uh, board game stuff? How about this? How about this? And, um, uh, she, uh, when I was out there uh, a couple weeks ago, last month, I guess. Wow. Um, she told me that, um, this will be her last, uh, TMS Vegas. And that she has put in her, her notice. She's uh, retiring. And she, I don't know how how true this is, but she said that she extended the amount of time that she gave them for her, her notice, basically, so that she could be here all the way up into up until TMS Vegas. Really, like that's awesome! Right after TMS Vegas is her, um, is her is her last uh, day. If so, that's the case, that's really very cool that she would do that. You know, extremely nice of her, and it just it goes to show how customer focus the the plaza is the plaza is what uh albert brooks wanted the whatever casino resort casino he was in in uh, lost in america yep uh, the plaza cares the <laughs> plaza cares <laughs> you lost all your money well that's all right we'll we'll give it back because the plaza cares, cares. anyway so um <laughs> So I've invited her to uh, to all the things. She's going to try and make a uh, an appearance again. She came to a board game a Palooza mm-hmm. last year, yep. And um, she's going to see if she can join us for a drink at uh, the pool meet and greet, the um, the live TMS, so she can actually see what the heck 
why the heck I've, you know, requested a live donkey? Why, you know, why I've requested, I've put in all these weird requests for yeah. uh, live TMS Vegas. And, um, yeah. so Brian ordered these cubicle style glory holes that he's having yeah. brought in. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't yep. even know what yep. that's for. I assume it's for a whole guessing game oh, that, okay. Uh, okay. we're going to do on stage. And I'm sorry, your, your sister cannot participate in that, in that one. Uh, it sounds to me like she probably doesn't want to participate in that one, so that's good. Um, yeah, no, that's great. I li- I really like her, and I'll be sad to not yeah see her next time. Um, Will Will, <laughs> do you know who's taking her place? Who who might pop in? No, uh, no, I don't. But okay. I'm putting in my I'm putting my giving my uh, throwing my hat into the ring. Okay, uh, that you know be the move to Vegas, be the new Bernadette, and uh, set up people with um, uh, great experiences for their. Meetings and conventions at the plaza. It's funny you you say that, but yesterday we were just having this conversation with my kids. Uh-huh. Um, if we were ever to move one more time, mm-hmm. it would, for me, the only way I would do it is if we moved to St. George. And if I moved to St. George, mm. I'd be an hour from Vegas. Oh, geez. That's and dangerous. It is dangerous. Yeah. Uh, but it could be really fun for, you know, seeing you a lot more. Because um, mm-hmm. you like going there so much, I might be able to make that happen more often. <laughs> But also, yeah. uh, uh, it's the only way I'd do it. And the other reason I would do it is because the kids were saying, well, Dad, what if we moved to St. George? And what would you, mm-hmm. how would that make you feel? I'm like, well, I'd want to be near you and I want to be near the, I want to be near Van mm-hmm. and Phoebe. I want to be around the family. Sure. So sure. I would probably, we would consider it. So who knows? But it's, wow. it's weird. Like the idea that I'd be an hour outside of Vegas. Uh, and it would probably be, we wouldn't do like St. George proper. We'd do like either Hurricane or like uh, Washington, which is a, it's part of Washington sure. County, but it's called Washington. They're just outside of that and they're a little bit more open desert sort of vibe. Yeah. I, I could die yeah. there. I would love to die there, dude. <laughs> it's a place I'd love to die. Yeah. Where's, name a play. Okay. Let's have this game real quick. Because right, I just, sure. Because sure. I just found out Steven's not here, but we have Dan later, have but he can't come time. early. Yeah, so we exactly. got a little buffer here. Yeah. What would you, where do you want to die? Like if you could pick the perfect place to like, that's it, I'm done. Just lay back and you're dead. What, what is the environment? Wow. Oh my God. That's a great question because like, all right, what do I want? The, the last image burned into my retinas before my eyes close for the final time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, that, that is one way of putting it. Yes. Uh, Retinal burn. Yeah. Man. Um, I think, geez, I think the Blue Mountains in Australia were... were oh, that's just, nice. Yeah, those those made me, like, when we got out there and we were at the edge of the, uh, um, the edge of the Blue Mountains and we were just, we had this great overlook and the Three Sisters Rocks were out there. That was, that was probably the most memorable time that I've actually just teared up looking at, at, um, Scenery. Damn, scenery man. doesn't make me tear up. Yeah. I will say this. In 1999, we came out to, we went out to Vegas for, uh, um, all right, real quick. I'll just tell the story real quick. I don't even know if I've ever told this story. All right. And I won't tell the big, long, earlier part of it, but basically a buddy of mine, a coworker of mine and I won a bunch of money on a radio station where, where I gamified, where I figured out how to uh, break up a super song scramble into individual 
songs, which doesn't sound like a big deal now, but in 1999, I had to like figure out some software to like record it and split it and then put it on repeat, repeat and all that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, that so, is no small task in 99. That's a lot. No small task in 99. Yeah. So I figured out the six songs, one of which was freaking Edith Bunker at the beginning of All in the Family, which is a nice little, you know, one that they tried to make really difficult. And, um, and, and on two separate runs of this contest, we won thousands of bucks. Basically, between the two of us, we won um, 8,000. I won 6,000. He won 2,000 because it kept increasing over oh, time. Right. And we made a deal ahead of time that whatever we win, we split in half. So uh, we, just, we basically won 4,000. Um, That's awesome. That's so it was much, awesome. That's a lot of money now, in 99 when you're just like 29 years old and you're like, we need some money. Let's do this. Let's split exactly, it. Jeez. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, so somebody suggested to us said, you, what you ought to do is cause you're going to get taxed the crap out of this, you know, the, when, when April 15th rolls around. So, uh, what you ought to do is go to Vegas cause these are considered winnings. Mm-hmm. Go to Vegas, get receipts for everything you spend out there. And you'll be able to write off the winnings, even though you didn't win them in Vegas, those gambling winnings will, or losings will offset your winnings from the radio station. Oh, Basically, it'll, okay. it'll all fit into the same, the, col- the same column on the, uh, the spreadsheet. I get it. For the accountant. So that's what we did. We like, we went out there, we, it was, you know, already close to the end of the year. We're like, cool. Vegas, uh, December, two weeks before Christmas, we're going out there and it was so cool. Like the, the, um, Christmas in Vegas is a very different thing than, than most times in Vegas. It's nice and cool out there. You're actually wearing a light jacket and stuff going outside. They have a, an ice skating rink at the top of the Cosmopolitan. That's really cool. They didn't have it then. They didn't even have the Cosmopolitan back in 1999. Sure. And, um, but there's kind of, uh, because of, uh, the dryness, but all the water features in the air. There's a mist around every mm-hmm. single <laughs> hotel casino that has a lake or a, mm-hmm. uh, a thing. And we went, and this was the first time we'd ever seen them. We went up to the Bellagio fountains, and I think we watched those things for two hours straight. You know, like every 30 minutes or every 15 minutes or whatever it was on the weekend, wow. we just sat there and watched. And it was like, Every every song they had the built-in fog machine fog machines, but then they also had this extra little mist that was in the air from the fountains going on. And I swear to God, I teared up. So, oh wow! If you can't make me die in front of the Blue Mountains of Australia, <laughs> <laughs> prop me up in the uh, on a on a raft in the uh, Bellagio fountain uh, pool and uh, let me just float by and and uh, die right there. I do like that there too. It's great. It's it's for a free. I mean, it is absolutely the best free thing you can see on the strip. I without, agree. Yeah, but by, by a mile. Yeah, and, do it uh, at night though, not just for the because it is a spectacle at night, but also because it's yeah. not as hot if you're there in the summer and you're not dying. Yeah. If you're standing exactly. out there waiting, and for every, those of yeah. and for those of you who will be um, in Vegas on Sunday for the TMS Vegas thing, um, at eight o'clock we're meeting and doing the high roller. The big uh, Ferris wheel. Some some people in a drinky car. Some people in a non-drinky car. Some people staying away from that whole business and and staying safe on the ground. I think uh, Scott Johnson, Tina Ibbett, uh, hanging oh, out. Oh, Tina's there. not going up. I didn't know Tina that. Tina does. Tina is, is, for for different reasons because her uh, brother completely scarred her on Ferris wheels. Oh, great. She will not go on anything like that. Even a fully enclosed Ferris wheel like this. Dude, brothers are dicks sometimes. Brothers are dicks. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They chase they chase their sisters around with cold soldering irons trying to make them think they're hot or they they f up the ferris wheels for their whole life what the frick what are we they doing? really are absolute worst just the absolute
what we're so serious. anyway, after the uh, high roller, we're going to walk over to the Cosmopolitan for uh, Verbenas and possibly secret pizza. Along the way is the Bellagio. We're going to watch the Bellagio Fountains. For those people who've never seen it, it's going to be absolutely um, amazing. I'm, I want to watch... I want to watch more of the people who are seeing it for the first time than watch the fountains themselves. Brian might tear up. You never know. I will. It's going to be like that. I talked about this a little bit uh, on, a, on a thing I recorded, but I I love that ending scene of Ocean's Eleven where you get all of the actors walking up and watching the Bellagio fountains, wordlessly watching the Bellagio fountains. Oh, that is a great scene. Away. That's a very yeah. good scene. It all is. right. Well, we're going to all Brad Pitt that business in, uh, next week, everybody. Look so, forward to so it. So where would you like to die, Scott? <laughs> uh, out, out in the desert somewhere. I want to be like on a on a big, flat, wide open space with like the sun setting and just a glorious, beautiful 75 degree weather. Just lay back and go. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something about a big, majestic desert. It's my jam. Totally my jam. Yeah. I don't mean yeah. I don't need to be in Mad Max clothes or any of that shit. That's not what I mean. But just like a. You know, a nice deserty vibe. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. I want to hear yeah. weird off in the distance. <laughs> I want to hear like weird little bugs making noises. You know, just that that wide open. You're starting to see the stars, but it's not quite dark yet. So you just sort of make them out. Oh man. Nothing like that in the whole world. That's it. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. All right, we're going to do uh, something weird here. We're going to eat something. We haven't done this in a bit. I even have a clip like for eat. it. Uh, let's see. Watch a foodie. We'll do that guy today. Wow, haven't heard that guy in a while. Yeah, it's been a bit. We have with us here the uh, the cup noodles breakfast, maple syrup, pancake, sausage, and egg. <laughs> Ramen thing. Basically, we talked about this in a news story on the show. Yeah. And, um, and of course, I immediately during the during the discussion of said thing had to go to uh, Walmart and see if these were purchasable. I found some locally for me. Kevin Chu in our in our uh, community found some as well. Yeah. So thanks, big thanks to Kevin. By the way, he found them. I couldn't find them at my local stuff. They were all sold out, uh, or I didn't have them at all. And uh, he found them. And then yesterday, he and I met up for a quick hangout and uh, and made the exchange. He also got me some kimchi, which was very nice of him. He didn't oh, have nice. to do that. He um, said you also really hounded him for um, for uh, information about Taskville. I was kind of, uh, let's say, I don't know about hounding, but I definitely lightly went, oh, intro, you know, trying to get him to kind of cough something up. He, he wouldn't. He wouldn't budge. No, I know. He's, yeah, he's, he's a steel trap. He's, he's good. sworn to secrecy, man. He's yeah. a lockbox, that guy. He is, and I'm and, he, and I was impressed. So I still know K- nothing about what's going on, other than yeah, other K- than he KT says. Data. It, oh, I'm sorry, not not Icor, KT Data, Kevin. Oh, you said Kevin Chu, yeah, not. Uh, I said Kevin Chu, the other Kevin, the other Kevin. We have many Kevins. We do, uh, but this is our Kevin. This is my Kevin. This is our Kevin. <laughs> there are many like him, but they are both our Kevins. <laughs> <laughs> but these two are ours. Yes. Uh, so here we have uh, these. Let's just do it, I guess. So should we mention? Yeah. Do we, I guess we said what's in it. It's like yeah. So uh, it's uh, maple syrup, pancake, sausage, and egg flavored ramen noodles in sauce. I have. There is no sauce. I mean, it has all been absorbed into the noodles. Yeah, but the noodles look there. really good. Yeah, I mean, they this actually is look. Not your, they look firm, don't they? Like your typical, yeah, like um, like good, good typical egg noodles. You know, uh, Kevin said yesterday while I was while we were there that he thinks yeah. um, or he was told that if you used uh, Tabasco or some kind of like Cholula or something that it's very yeah. very good on this the the sweet Ooh. and that really uh, but I didn't bring any down I didn't think about doing it but yeah that's great what consider great it idea, for yeah. the future all right here we go we're sure. doing it we're trying right. it it might be garbage mm. oh you know what I have to admit that's not bad. 
It's not bad. <clears throat> I don't get a super, excuse me, as I masticate on the <laughs> microphone. Um, I don't get a super strong breakfasty flavor here. Oh, I actually have. Look at that. There's a chunk of. Oh yeah, there's bits egg and a chunk egg, of sausage. Yeah, there's like a weird little fake sausage in there. Maybe yeah, they're all real. they're all at the bottom, so you got to move them up. But um, a very very faint maple flavor. Yeah, it's not um, overwhelmingly this, maple, which is good. I don't want overwhelmingly maple. You know, I'd rather it be subtle. Yeah, I definitely encourage you to pull noodles from the bottom because that's where all the sauce. Yeah, everything's down there. Settles and all the sausage and all the um, egg rehydrated eggs. Yeah, is that? Do you think they're real eggs? Just rehydrated? Do you guess what's going on there? Um, yeah. Are they are they as artificial yeah, as do. the rest of this? <laughs> mm. I think these are real eggs. All right. Hmm. You know what? Pretty. Uh, I think that's actually all right. It's actually it's actually not bad at all. It's actually really good. I would eat that in an office. Is what I would do. You're like put it yeah. you know, at work. You're early. You're like, oh, I got to get it through the day. I'm going to go make a cup of this. It's sort of breakfast. You know, it's still a little yeah. sad. You don't really want this in your life, but you'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I think I mentioned when we talked about it that the um, the SNL joke was uh, Cup Noodles is introducing a uh, new ramen flavor that tastes like maple syrup, pancake, sausage, and egg. It's called Mom Left. Mm, Mom Left. <laughs> Did they? Was that part of the news thing? Those guys are. That great. was part of Weekend Update. The funniest. The funniest part of uh, SNL. Often is almost every uh, every generation of SNL feels like that's the, always your best comedy. Is really the is, and boy was this last weekend a stinker. Anna de Armas, uh, as wonderful as she is in everything else she does, not great in SNL. Mm. Well, or maybe it just was poorly written around her. I think mean, it's probably um, probably that. Yeah, yeah, probably a lot of that, but. Oh, she'll always be the four-story tall pink projection lady in <laughs> that movie for me. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm not gonna. I, as much as I want to eat more of that, I'm not gonna. I know. I kind of want to hork it down, but I won't. Yeah, I won't do it. While Dan's while Dan's talking, uh, I'm gonna just shove. Yeah, just sneak a little. You know, little sneakage. Look what I got oh, on what's top of mine. Happen is this is gonna cool off and it's gonna become a congealed slab of noodle. Yeah, it's uh, a hair gel by then. That's what it'll be. And you don't need, you have no need for hair gel. So what would you even no, do? No, no, what's that? What is, what is this hair gel you speak of? Exactly. What? Is that a... This is how I'm keeping it warm. I got a, a Darth oh, Vader head. That. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Was that a got... Funko Pop cup topper or something? I don't know what this is. It's it's not Funko Pop. It's not branded that. So I don't okay. know what it is. Rovio? Or maybe that is them. Ro- is Rovio, Rovio the Rovio fun... is, isn't Rovio the app company? Oh, they make apps? Maybe. No? Well, there's, oh, Hasbro at the bottom here. Made in China. I don't actually know. I just love this. And it's squishy. It's squeezy. See? Squeezy. Hmm. So it's one of those office <laughs> squeeze squishy, toys. squeezy. It's squeezy. Yeah, interesting. All and right. That's going to keep my noodles somewhat warm. <laughs> well done, Vader. You nice. Fun. Yeah. Uh, Rovio is a... Uh, um, Angry Birds. Uh, oh, yeah. Angry Birds. Yeah. Angry Birds, the Angry Birds people. Yeah, they got a lot of a lot of that Angry Birds money, those people. Yeah. All right, uh, speaking of angry things. Stand back and check your personal belongings. It's time for the morning forum. All right, time for the morning forum. We're going to give away uh, last week's winner. We did, uh, let's see, what was our category last week? Let me pull it up here. Uh, was, it, was it our fast food one? No. Yes, it was. Our best fast mm-hmm. food was the, uh, the one. And man... Brian, you're going to be shocked by these results. All right, I'm going to okay, share. Okay, all right. It. What was the so it was best fast food? Okay, uh, right. we had a whole list. People out of their own, of course. Uh, you know, Freddy's because I left that off for no good reason. Sure. That sort of thing. 
but our clear runaway winner with 15.5% of the vote, that's not runaway, but 15.5% of the vote, the leading percentage, uh, Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. You know what? I would, of, of, uh, if I did not have Freddy's to write in, if there was no write-in answer, Taco no. Bell would have been my choice in that yep. list. So. I, I, I yeah. agree with you on that. Taco Bell's on there, number one. Number two, Chick-fil-A at 13.3%. Okay. And then... Uh, number three in the top three, we have In and Out at eight uh, percent, followed very closely by Wendy's, just bar- just below that. Uh, okay. So Wendy's did all right. McDonald's only four point two percent overall, and Arby's fifteen or sorry five point seven. Uh, I'm trying to wow. see where Freddy's went. Freddy's got written in, and Freddy's got one point five percent. That's not high. Okay, enough. it's also not. It's they're 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 not everywhere yet. Yet. Yeah, that's so. true. This very feels a little regional still for them. Anyway, a whole bunch of you participated, and that means we have a winner this week uh, who will be sent a Frog Pants Fun Pack, and that person is N. Boozenbark. (laughs) N. Boozenbark. N. Boozenbark. It's a cool name. I'm going to send you an email. Uh, If I don't hear from you first, sometimes these guys are so quick they send me an email before I even get a chance, but uh, if not, I will send you an email and get your package on its way to you, so congratulations. This week's morning forum... If I can get it to run. Why aren't links working for me today? Okay, there we go. That's weird. Uh, go to the morning form, or sorry, frogpants.com slash the morning form. All right. So the, the word the does in there. The morning form. This is best movie villains of all time. And uh, I'll Ooh, bring this. Place. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, that feels appropriate, right? <laughs> He's got a real life uh, uh, vibe to it. A real life movie villain. <laughs> yeah, uh, here it is, chat. Uh, so this is best movie villains of all time. Wow. We got things like Magneto, Kylo Ren, Darth Vader, the Joker, any version of the Joker, Warden Norton from ha- Shawshank. Look at me thinking there. Oh, about the gotcha. Thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hannibal Lecter, Sauron, Bane, and so on. It goes on and on and on. We got the Xenomorph in there, Lord Voldemort, Jack oh, Torrance. How is Vincent Vega? A movie villain. Come uh, on now. He's. Oh, yeah. Why is he on? Oh, I went off. I used that as a suggested list, but maybe that's not a good one. Well, don't vote for him then. Don't a- vote for Anton Chigurh's in here, though. He's a good one. Yeah, he belongs in there. Yeah. Biff Tannen. Oh, man. Uh, a huge yeah. list. Write in your own. If you don't like my suggestions, there's another. And uh, you just got to enter your address, your phone, or your, your email address. Make your vote known, and you could win a fun pack. Uh, not next week, but the week after, because. You know, we can't do it while we're in Vegas, but we will give them away our first Monday uh, after returning home from yeah, beautiful So really you have Las two Vegas. weeks to submit your best movie villain. That is correct. You have more time than ever. So head on over to frogpants.com slash the morning form and you could be our next big winner. Congratulations. <laughs> Stoic Squirrel says, I'm going to write in Taco Bell. That's that's good. That's actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that what we encourage. Yeah. We encourage the trolling of the list. Kind of like we did. Me and Tanner were up yesterday kind of late making the a bot for the or making a bot work for giveaways in the uh-huh. discord and it uses an emote of a little green checkbox for you to oh, yeah. enter i saw that uh, yeah in the in the thing yeah so think about our community a little bit they're uh-huh. a bunch of trolls sometimes sometimes <laughs> what harmless yeah. trolls they're not really hurting anybody but they're trolls yeah, nonetheless I see, the feud. I see the feud answers every week i know what we're dealing with you know what you're dealing with so what happened is everybody realized oh that's an that's a avatar or that's an emote i can just pull up and put in any of this to confuse people <laughs> to wonder what emote or which one of the freaking green boxes to check and they just loaded the thing up with these green boxes it was kind of hilarious anyway you guys are chuckleheads. Uh, awesome. Let's move on to... Oh, we got to get Dunaway up in it. Let's get that going. Yeah. Holy shit. Full day today, guys. It is. It is full day. I mean, 
No Steven, obviously, but still, full day. Full day. Oh, yeah. Steven's a, a late-breaking dropout. His son cracked his tooth. Yeah. Uh, has to rush to the uh, the hospice. Not the hospice. The He's, hospital. Uh, testing to see if a gold coin was real and broke his tooth. It was, oh, my, uh, oh, my Lord. That's crazy. You know, that's almost as bad as licking the cocaine that you found in the <laughs> airplane bathroom or whatever they did in that thing. That's right. Exactly. Um, all right. We're going to bring Dunaway in. We're ringing him. We're ringing him. It's him. Here it is. Do, 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 do. Hey, Dunaway, welcome back to the show. How the heck are you? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Happy Monday to you. Happy Sorry. Monday to you, too. I don't know why the music went up. Uh, it's good to have you back, man. I hope your uh, your weekend was good. I know you went and did some fun stuff. How was your weekend? I did. I went to South Carolina Comic Con over the weekend, and it was a lot bigger than I thought it would be. Oh, we spent wow. the entire day, six hours of walking around in the convention center, uh, going through comic book boxes and looking at crap. And, oh, man, I was like, there was at least three or four booths that had retro gaming stuff. Yeah. And those were all super packed. They were yeah. super packed. I'm like, come so, on. They, they're not one of the ones that had to change their name away from the Comic-Con name. Oh, right. I don't like, believe so. They just said South Carolina Comic Con. I don't think it's maybe it's spelt different. I don't yeah. think it's related to anything. With the the, Salt, the Salt Lake changed, the Denver, uh, Denver changed, right? Didn't they? I can't remember. Yeah, Denver is now Fan Expo. Yeah. That's right. Same. We did the same yeah, thing. That's so funny. Yeah. changes soon. Because <laughs> we all changed. The popularity has Every, increased. Everybody changed it to Fan Expo, though. It's like now we have the same problem again. Okay. <laughs> I know. Right. Denver Fan Expo and Salt Lake City Fan Expo. I guess so, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, well, that's good. Do you see any famous yeah, people? T- like, t- in the. Do you see oh, the- yeah, <clears> yeah. <throat> uh, uh, um, um, Tasha Yar was there. Oh, that's cool. cool. Did she look wow, at you directly yeah. the whole time or hide her face from the camera the whole time you were there? <laughs> did she did she cover herself up and then use little uh, action figures of herself to greet people? Yeah. Did that happen at all? No? Okay. I, I don't I don't know. The convention center was really they're gonna have to expand next year because it was really too small in there. And I really couldn't see over all the really tall people, a lot of cosplay stuff going on. I couldn't even see back there. Those lines were long. And I'm like, I'm not here to see famous people. I'm here to look for crap. Uh, so I don't know. I didn't I didn't see what she was doing. Did the uh, did the, the ghost of Richard Hatch haunt your Comic-Con? Did he come around? No? Oh, no, too soon, but too I kept soon. sipping in like this black gooey stuff. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> It's the ectoplasm from Look, Richard Hatch. Yeah, that's, that's the right. one. Uh, right. Yeah, that is a really deep cut for people. We'll, we'll, maybe, we'll maybe make a note to talk about that on a future TMS to talk about why right. we would say Tashiar <laughs> would uh, would only show action figures of herself. Yeah. But um, yeah, I get so for the fan expo, I'm on the list, so I get these notifications of who's coming, and probably the weirdest one. But what I'm awfully curious about is Christy Brinkley and Chevy Chase coming to the Denver Fan Expo. Really. Uh, for autographs. Oh, Weird. man. I, I would look forward to him being a jerk to me. Could yeah. you be a jerk to me? Come on. I know. Yeah. yeah Come exactly. on, Chevy Chase. I bet, you know, for 40 bucks, I bet you can have a picture of him looking disdainfully at you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's totally worth it. Yeah. Totally worth it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe checking his phone, right? While you're, while you're taking a picture. Oh, yeah. Them. Yeah. That would be yeah. the best. I still haven't had any of anybody that I know of, listener or otherwise, who has been able to see John Delancey in person and shaken his hand to confirm oh. my theory about his hand. <laughs> no one's ever I mean, said. Keep in mind, it's dry in Vegas. 
you know, it's more humid in LA where he probably lives. It might have just been like a, oh, I ran out of moisturizer and I can't cue myself up some aloe vera. So no, you're not wrong. Are a but his hand was so like it was like almost like oh, I don't know how to explain this. His hands might not be perpetually crusty. Yeah, that's true. But they were like. They had deep chasms and high cliffs, and even even Jennifer Aniston has to brush her teeth sometimes, right? <laughs> I'll I'll never shake Scott's hand again. He's got too much in for in for it. Yeah, I got too much. You, you don't What's want to wrong shake with your hand? All right, hey, good news here. We're gonna play a game, and uh, it's gonna be fun. So, Brian, hey, why don't you? Yes. <laughs> sorry, you want to? You, you got a little something? Oh no, you're good now. You ate it. Uh, let's do the uh, thing. Let's, uh, it looked like you're. Little, uh, I have a noodle on no, me? I thought you were chewing still. I didn't want to make you feel. Bad. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> what eating during the show? Who would, who on earth would do? Yeah, who would like do that? that? Especially the person who hates it when other people do it. Hey, let's talk about the morning asses. Uh, it's oh. a trivia game where I'm actually going to be giving you two the answers. I'm going to give Scott and Brian a category. And six possible answers. Three of those answers are correct. Three are incorrect. Depending on how confident you feel with the category, you can provide one, two, or three guesses. But if any of those guesses are wrong, you get zero points for that round. Get one right, you get a point. Get two right, gets you three points. And get all three correct, you get five points for that round. The player with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant. Nice. And contestants are pulled from members of the tadpole that aren't able to listen live. Scott... You're going to be playing for James from America. He's uh, kind of lives all over, but he moved back to Missouri recently. Oh, all right. Uh, so, so James, mm-hmm. uh, Brian, you're going to be playing for Juan Cortez from Pasco, Washington. Nice. Oh, hi, Juan. Yeah. So we're going to win. Yeah. Yes. Are and, you now? And okay. uh, prizes are going to be pretty cool. Uh, winner is going to get Monaco and Amazing American Circus, mm-hmm. and the runner-up is going to get Soul Blight. Ooh, so all, all, all good. All good games, yep. courtesy of David Akers. Big thanks to David Akers for uh, for putting those together. All right. You guys ready? Let's start here. Yep, let's do it. We're going to start with a music category that, that is near and dear to my heart. I want you to tell me which of these six names are David Bowie stage personas. Oh, my Lord. So which of these oh. are actual David Bowie stage personas? Okay. Harlequino, Man or Astroman, The Vampire King, Halloween Jack, Aladdin Sane, and the Thin White Duke. Three of those are real David Bowie stage personas. You were hoping to see Ziggy Stardust on there, I you? was. I was like, ah, oh, right. where's the easy those one? Would be, that here. would be an easy one. A lot of these others, I just don't... Wow. I've got to, I've got to do some Bowie research. Mm. Yep. Um, I'm going to go with the... Uh, I don't know. I'm guessing. <laughs> it can't be Halloween, Oh, guess. All right, I'm going with that. I don't okay. know. Total guess. All um, right. Yeah. We've got two uh, locked in uh, folks here. And uh, both of you did settle on the Thin White Duke, which is absolutely uh, one of his stage oh, right. personas. Um, the Vampire King and Man or Astro Man, neither of which are personas. He actually had an album called Aladdin Sane. And... Um, so Aladdin saying Jack and really Halloween Jack, which uh, I felt like that was bait. Yeah, well, it was it was right answer bait. It, it was, was real there. Um, right. Man or Astro Man is a surf rock band. Um, I don't know Vampire King or Harlequino, but I would have actually believed that Harlequino or Kino was a uh, David Bowie persona. Oh yeah, that wouldn't have surprised me. I, I did. I yeah. selected oh, Halloween Jack for a hot second. I'm sad I left, took it off. Uh, I wish I'd have kept it. All uh, right all answers. Right. Look at that. Yeah. All right side answers. All right side. I know. Sometimes it just works out that way. You never know. Never, never, never know. Do. All right. 
let's get to your next question here. Uh, this is short and sweet. Kings of England. Which of these six names are Kings of England? Uh, Thomas, Harold, Jasper, William, Andrew, Stephen. Oh, three it. of those are actual I feel like kings these are of tricks. Three. The other three are, are Kings of Leon. No, I don't know what the other three are. But nah. King Jasper? No way. Oh my gosh, I don't know these. So uh, it's got to be Jasper, right? Oh, Jesus, I'm locking in because those sound right, and I'm sure... Oh, Brian, those are fictional. <laughs> or, he was only a prince. Or, he was the king of... These are kings from Le- Legends of Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. All right, you guys are both locked in. Uh, king William. Yeah, absolutely, there was a King William. Uh, king Harold. There absolutely was a King Harold. There was not, however... King Andrew, no King Andrew. There was a King Stephen. Nope. Was the other right one? William, Harold, and okay. Stephen were the correct ones. But nope. you guys didn't. No King you guys Ralph. Didn't take the Jasper bait, which is yeah. I'm very, very proud. Yeah, yeah, I almost did though because it just felt so baity and like uh, I almost did. Right. William, we're about to get again when uh, when Grandpa dies over there in England. Right. You'll get your, exactly. uh, your yeah. William. Well, this, yeah. this question, all of a sudden, this whole game will be pointless. This yeah. whole uh, yeah. thing will be. Uh-huh. You have to rewrite uh-huh. it, Brian. That'll be a shame. We're like it is uh, now. Pointless. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pointless. We got zeros. Get it? Well, yeah. So now, now you guys really have to put the pedal to the metal here. Now, now you know. Now you're not committed to saying, "Oh, I have to do three to be able to be competitive." Even one point could win you the game if the person, other person, uh, does. Right. <laughs> one um, point. All right. Uh, things that happen every October. So, which of these six things? Uh, which of these are things that that happen every October? Uh, the world this series feels like begins. A, this this feels yeah. like you're going. I mean, this feels like you're going. Those first two were too hard. Let's ask them stupid questions. <laughs> what happens in October? Well, we'll and I'm going to we'll miss them anyway. Well, we'll see how well you I'm do with these anyway. uh, stupid yeah. things right here. All right. Uh, right. Things that happen every October. The World Series begins. The UN generally General Assembly convenes lgbt history month canadian thanksgiving daylight saving time ends and burning man which of these six things which three of these six things actually do happen every october i'm gonna go these things are doing their own thing um i only these i'm doing two these uh these feel uh right uh but you're going to tell me no is the uh, the converse. There we go. <laughs> All right. You guys did very well. Uh, the World Series begins. It does begin every October. The yeah, boys okay. of October, right? Yeah. Uh, Canadian Thanksgiving does happen every October. Very good, uh, Brian. You got that one. Uh, but ever since 2006 or 2007, uh, Daylight Savings Time moved to the first Sunday of November. Damn it! <laughs> first I Sunday knew it. in November for the last 17 years uh, for Daylight Savings Time. Or saving oh, Time. I uh, LGB History that. Month was the other thing that happens every October. Oh, I thought that was July. Shows what I know. Yep. I know nothing. Oh, uh, July. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. Right, this, I just have no idea. This is making July. people really Pride stupid. Day, we have a Pride Day in July in, in Denver. So it's, that's a. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Maybe it's like a local a them, thing yeah. and it makes me think of summer. I don't know. Easily. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, what do so, we do when we both lose? I can't remember how this works. Let's uh, let's do a little tiebreaker. Tiebreaker question. Okay. All right. How many noodles can Brian Ibbett put in his mouth? Let's find out. All right. Um, 21. Nope. 
Oh, this is a good question. All right, so let's go. Let's go into space. Let's go to space. I like space. Let's go to space. Um, in the U.S., that's not really how the question begins. The U.S. space shuttle program <laughs> ran from 1977 to 2011. How many shuttle launches were there? And uh, Brian, you're the uh, the guest. We'll let you give your answer, and Scott will guess high or low. So, from 1977 to 2011, how many space shuttle launches were there? Hmm, let me see. 77. I would say, I rem- that's a problem. I see some, some, some years it seemed like I remember them launching twice and some years just yeah. once. And uh, but, but then they also put up satellites and we kind of stopped watching later on. Mm-hmm. Whereas opposed to the earlier ones, and we had three in service at one point in time. We did, yeah. I think we had a total I'm going to say. Seven mm-hmm. space shuttles? Yeah. What are you going to say? I'm going to say, um, 49, 49, 49. Okay. 49 is incorrect. Scott is the actual answer higher or lower than 49. Um, lower. All right. The actual answer is lower. 135. Uh, Yeah. It's a lot. We had a lot of, uh, (laughs) space shuttle. Oh my uh, god! It would be way more than I thought. Yeah, right. I thought I it was think it would less. Be that high. I was thinking maybe eighty would have been eighty would have been my guess. So yeah. I thought right. you were pretty close. But uh, yeah, uh, actual uh, space shuttle launches one hundred thirty-five. So Brian, you win the game, and that means that uh, Juan Cortez from Pasco, Washington, is going to win oh, Monaco and Amazing American Circus. But uh, James from America is going to sadly not going to win the Amazing American Circus. He's going to win Soul Blight, a very good game in its own right. Uh, going out to him. No, you rhymed. Congratulations! Yeah, did. Did a good job. Did. You did. Congratulations! You did. It. You're right. a winner. You're a poet, and you didn't even know it. Uh, my, well done. My legs know it. They're Longfellows. Ah, oh. I see what you did there. That's great. Uh, well done, guys. Oh. And uh, once again, Dunaway and I proving that we're kind of dumb and don't know things. Um, so that's, <laughs> that's a good why time. we call the half asses. You know, every and every not round, challenge you, did, of the you guys smarties. did get some right answers. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, here's the good news or the news of this week. We're doing uh, play retro a day early uh, because Dunaway's got some stuff on yes. Wednesday, and so that's tomorrow, three uh, thirty Mountain Time. Our old time of Tuesday, but normally it's Wednesdays. Uh, so tune in then. Join no us. No confusion there. Yep. Uh, Dunaway, tell us what we're covering because I'm very excited about it. Absolutely. We're, we're, we're covering Populous. And I oh. actually got in an Amiga A500 Mini just for the purpose of playing it there because that's where Populous started. Uh, it went on to be on the PC, DOS, and the Super NES, and the Genesis, and other, other devices. But it was the first real... Uh, God game where you yeah. uh, you you're just you're making influences over uh, players that you don't control directly. You just uh, influence them. You you cause natural disasters, but also like help them out with trees and stuff like that, right? Yeah, the deal. Really, right. You yeah. you raise you raise lower land, and if uh, if if the people are excited enough, they send good vibes your way, and you can use those good vibes to create an earthquake mm. to the opposing gods. Uh, a, a populace and uh, eventually you can rally everybody and you can have Armageddon and uh, <laughs> and are the Armageddon it they are they'll destroy each other until 
everybody's dead. Yep. The whole the 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 whole god genre, god game genre really invented by this game right. and they really perfected it in my opinion with black and white, which we'll talk about as well as a yeah. kind of an add Was on there. Was that the same guy who went on to do the the sim games like um Peter Peter Molyneux? No, uh, Peter yeah, Molyneux, no. different dude, but he went on to different do the dude. uh uh what was it called? I had sim ant and I had sim earth and uh Fable? No, you're thinking. You know who you're thinking of? It's oh, I can't think of his name. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Sim Sims guy is a whole different guy, but yeah, but you know, all kind of cut yeah, that from was, that era. They're all Maxis kind of from and all that. that stuff. They right. They 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 took they took a, a influence from from this game. So yeah, Sim Earth especially. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's good stuff all all around. Uh, well, there you have it, uh, Brian. I look forward to it, and uh, having you here is always just such yep. a treat. It's like having a. I don't know, a fresh rain on us on a sunny Aww. hot day. Ooh, gross. Yeah. Like rain uh, on your wedding. Don't day. forget I yeah. don't forget Wednesday will also impact uh, TMS. I will uh, not I will be out of town during oh, that yeah. time. So, so we'll have to oh, we'll have to no, figure yeah. something out. We'll have an alterna feud. We'll have an alterna feud. Yeah. Don't worry, we'll figure we'll figure it out, but we'll miss you Which terribly. Which means I won't see you guys for like three weeks. Oh my gosh, like, no kidding. Yeah. Well, like a week and Kill a half. It won't be that long. It won't be three weeks. <laughs> It'll be like a week and, and we'll a half. Be, we'll be back here. Like you know, are you saying I'm dramatic? We'll, I'm saying you're dramatic. Today we'll be doing this again. I'm saying your middle name is hyperbolic. You are Brian Hyperbolic Dunaway. That's your middle name. H. All right. <laughs> Wear it well. We'll H. see you later. Bye. All right. Uh, oh, well yeah. done. Plus we'll have film sack on the 29th. So come on now, Brian. Yeah, Settle he's down. full of crap. Simmer guy. down. Oh, so, Will Wright. That's who. Right. That's the Sims guy. Yeah. Uh, Will Wright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did yeah. the. What was the one that you could make a bunch of penises if you wanted? What was that called? Uh, what was the name of that? Uh, I don't know. I got a 30 second delay on the chat today, so they're not going to tell me real quick. It's, um, I can't think of it. It's the one where you made a bunch of shapes and a bunch of people went weird with it and got made a bunch of phallic symbols and it was popular for that. Mm. And I can't remember the name mm. of it, but that was Pete, that was uh, Will Wright's hot thing. And, and someone in the chat will tell us in about 10 seconds. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, <clears throat> let's move on. We've got, uh, we'll do a little bit of news here. Uh, before we take our break and and uh, get to some more stuff, so stick around. Here we go. It is time for the morning news, and it's brought to you by FrogPants.club. Oh, you might wonder, is that the sandwich of the month club? No. Oh, I thought it was a thing that keeps people from stealing my car. No. No, not that either. Not that kind of club uh, either. It turns out uh, uh, it is the kind you carry and and beat your caveman wife with. Just kidding. None of this is true. Oh, jeez. Well, you know, caveman times. I yeah, don't know what they, did they were. Then. They were notoriously bad. They were a little rough back then. Um, no, this is uh, <laughs> if you go to FrogPants.club, uh, it is the uh, newsletter for the show and also uh, the new fancy notes feature over on uh, Substack. So if you are uh, a user of Substack already or don't know what it is, if you head on over there to frogpants.club, you can sign up for a regular newsletter from me. Uh, it's usually things about shows. Sometimes it's uh, thoughtful commentary on AI and art generation, which I just did one yeah. on. Other stuff like that. So go check it out. That's frogpants.com slash club. Today we were supposed to be telling you all about the new Dungeon Murder Kickstarter that was kicking off this morning, but we're waiting for Kickstarter to approve it. So, oh, gotcha. It'll probably yeah, be tomorrow. That. Yeah, it'll be tomorrow. So watch for that. At least I think it'll be tomorrow. They're usually like less than 24 hours. So we'll see. Uh, Brian, a man shoplifted a scooter from a Target, assembled it outside the store. Mm-hmm. Now he's arrested. Oh, yeah, he's busted. He got scooters. Did, was it a pedal or was it electric? Like how quickly was he able to get away? It was a uh, like the Razor's uh, non <laughs> non electric. 
Like, I guess uh, still, the fact that he assembled it outside is not, you know, that's not like a instantaneous thing. That's, mm. You've got to take it apart, pull out those instructions, have a friend help you. Yeah, I've seen the IKEA notes. Yeah, you know what's up. We just bought, we just found two Razor scooters for nine bucks total somewhere on some crazy deal. And get, we're wow. just going to give him to Van so he has one here and one at his house. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Nine bucks. I see those kids on the bike path all the time with them, and uh, they love them. Yeah. It's, they're making a comeback. Yeah, scooters are back, baby. Yeah. Don't, uh, just don't, just don't uh, sketch on the back of a truck as you go around uh, the, the clock tower, Yeah, and uh, you'll be fine. Or steal one. Oh, this one's an uh, electric one, it turns out. It was an electric one, now that I see it. Yeah, it's yeah, an the expensive money. electric one. Yeah, 540 bucks. Check this out. 28-year-old trans transient, I guess. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, a homeless fella. A person experiencing homelessness. Sure. Yes. That's what that means, right? It's a trans, you're in transition between yes. homes and not homes. Exactly. All right. It's a nice way of putting it. Anyway, he did this on Monday. $540 Razor brand electric scooter at a Target store. Uh, and, and let's see, ended up at a, Flag, a Flagler County jail on two misdemeanor accounts. Oof. He told the Flagler County Sheriff's Department uh, since he was homeless, he didn't have a way to get around. He needed a ride. So he lifted one. <laughs> According to Kate's, the man was driving until 2018. Um, if legally, if illegally, it says he has numerous arrests for driving on a suspended or revoked license. Was also in drug court several years ago, and last year was convicted of third degree felony of cocaine possession. Anyway, the the funny part of it is he bought it at the store, went outside, <laughs> assembled it in the parking and, lot, and as much as like a non electric one takes to assemble, I imagine an electric scooter takes even longer to assemble. Yeah, also it's not the kind of thing um, you just hide in your pants, right? It's big. No, but maybe he did it the same way that I stole that um, that NES uh, back in the day, where I just or no, it was a, it was a, a, Cas- a big Casio keyboard where I just basically went into Montgomery Wards, grabbed the keyboard, went to the closest uh, unoccupied register desk took some of that bright orange tape that says oh, you've paid for it and it's too big to put in a bag and then walked out of the store so <laughs> right. maybe he did exactly maybe he did that yeah yeah oh brian in his reckless younger years man that's right i was horrible i was horrible uh, uh yeah that's crazy though i mean the um here's a question if you get a dui and your 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 license is taken away yeah are you still able to drive electric vehicles like scooters and oh. e-bikes and mopeds and things like that? That's a great question. I imagine probably scooters and e-bikes, but probably not mopeds. Probably or, not mopeds because uh, they're motorized. Maybe that's the distinguish. Yeah. But also what, an electric motor is a motor. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. it, maybe if it's, uh, st- if it's sidewalk legal stuff like scooters and stuff, maybe you're fine. Maybe, as long maybe as that's it. Yeah. yeah. If it can't be in the street, you're probably okay. Right. Right. I mean, it seems like you'd want to do that. You want to be lenient in that one regard so that people still have some, you know, method to get jobs and improve their mm-hmm. standing and get a proper license eventually and all that, I would think. I would think, yeah. But I don't know. We treat people bad, so maybe we're maybe we're terrible about it. <laughs> and listen, come on. For 130 bucks, you can get an electric scooter on Amazon. So jump on that one. Yeah, get on there. Make that happen, William. Yeah. Uh, the Dalai Lama has apologized. We haven't talked about this yet. <laughs> no, God, I'm so glad we're talking about this. We were going to do Thursday. We didn't get to it. But Dalai Lama has apologized after a video circulates online of the Tibetan spiritual leader kissing a young boy and asking him to, quote, suck my tongue, unquote. <laughs> so there's been a lot since then about this and some cultural stuff that yeah. sort of makes sense, but it's okay. still pretty effed. Um, anyway, the Dalai Lama has apologized to a young boy and his family after a video uh, s- uh, surfaced of the leader kissing the child and asking him to suck my tongue 
went viral. His holiness wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, says the quote, and well, uh, as well as many of his fam- uh, friends across the world for his, uh, for, sorry, for the hurt his words may have caused. This is what he tweeted from the official Dalai Lama account. His holiness often... <laughs> at, at Dalai Lama 69. Yeah, Dalai Lama 69.com. <laughs> Check it out. His holiness often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way, even in public before cameras. He regrets the incident, he says. Uh, ABC verified the video and understands it was from a public event in Dar... I'm not going to say this right. Darashamshala? Darashamshala. Yeah, just Darmshala. It's just Darmshala? Darmshala. Darmshala. All right. India. (laughs) That part of (laughs) it. I knew that one real good. Uh, Very good, yep. yep. Tip of my tongue right there. Uh, Where a number of journals were present in late February, uh, the Dalai Lama statement said the young boy asked for a hug. The video shows him saying, kiss here, and pointed to his cheek, prompting the boy to hug and kiss him. So there's been a bunch of stuff since about, like, certain traditions Tibetan traditions and that, and that it's not it'd be like you going oh it's a good way of doing I, I can't think of a good English or, or culturally appropriate way of comparing it but it's like hmm. if I said to Carter uh, she says dad you're, you're you forgot to pick up all the dog crap or something I'd say kiss my butt and you would know what I meant by that, which would just be yeah, yeah. go away or whatever. I would think Carter would as well. Yeah, yeah uh, but maybe in some cultures would hear us say that and go, "I'm not trying to justify this." By the way, I just I still think it's <laughs> I still think it's really weird. Okay, but they have gone on record to explain that that it's a little like that. Okay, and I still don't quite know how so, it could be a little like that, but that's what they're saying. So suck my tongue is a we're saying that that is a in India that is a like a. Or maybe Tibet. It might be, yeah, and it might be Tibetan only, and and that, and okay, so it's even Tibetan, weirder. I'm sorry, Tibetan. Not yeah, where he's yeah. from, but but yeah, it's supposed to be like a thing that you would say. I can't find the right article here, but it's basically sure. a thing. They, this is how they tried to justify it. I still say it's freaking weird and doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, agreed. So don't yeah. send me your emails going. Quit trying to protect the Dalai Lama's latest dalliance with a boy, a sucking boy tongue. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying yeah. that's how they're that's how they're explaining it. And have we ever felt like the Dal- Dalai Lama was involved in any sort of scandal? I mean, it's not like you know, not not the same situation as like a, a couple of Catholic priests or a few Catholic priests that that you know put that horrible uh, taint all over the uh, well, maybe a different word, but but put a horrible uh, cloud over the rest of the Catholic priest community. I don't ever remember the Dalai Lama being the subject of scandal, so it's mm. it should feel for folks like this is out of left field. He's the chosen one. It is the chosen scandal, is what you would yes, say about this guy. Yes, the chosen scandal is what I'm saying. Sure. Here's, what, here's what I probably think. I probably think it's, like, like everything, it's a little complicated, and this thing makes for really good headlines, so it's easy sure. to freak people out or whatever. I don't think it necessarily means everything it sounds like it means, but I really don't know. Like, yeah, who knows? He's not he's not known for big controversies, but you know, like someone in the chat says, it's like sports people slapping each other on the butt. Totally normal sure. in some cultures, mm-hmm. like our culture. If you're a football mm-hmm. player and you're like, "Good job, we're out of the huddle," smack him on the butt. It's normal. You don't even think about it. But that might be crazy somewhere else. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying again, not justifying telling a kid to suck my tongue. I don't know where that comes from. Yeah, well, uh, Mark Sousi uh, Latwuk says the correct phrase in Tibetan for this joke is chele sa, which roughly translates to eat my tongue. So it was just translated poorly 
into English. And I guess eat my tongue or chelesa is, uh, um, I don't know, like take my, take my speech away kind of thing. Right. Like, mm-hmm. a like it might mean something like that, that then when you take it literally, it sounds like suck my tongue. <laughs> September says he owns a bunch of slaves. Is that true? Or I think those are just dedicated monks and stuff. I don't think he owns them. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. I could be wrong. I don't yeah. understand Tibetan monkery, yeah. right? I'm not an expert. I don't know what the monkeys, sure. the monkeys, the monks do. <laughs> hey, hey, we're the monkeys. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I'm curious about it. Anyway, that's yeah. a thing that's going on. People are oh well, chile sa. That you know sa. Yeah, you never know, Brian. Kiss my butt, suck my tongue. Same thing. Uh, here's a story about two men hospitalized after a game of Monopoly ends in a sword fight. Your favorite game. Wouldn't it be great though if they were little sword, oh, like little, pewter swords, little like uh, right, like the the size of the little uh, player pieces that yeah. you move. Yeah, and I had to protect myself with a thimble, put it on my pinky, block mm-hmm. your block your hit. Sure, that's sure. not what they did. Uh, Monopoly game in Brussels, so not Florida. That's just an important no. thing to note here. <laughs> Belgium, man, Belgium uh, uh, turned bloody after an irritated man. Wow. Irritated man. What's his power? <laughs> well, he's in Brussels, so he's uh, irritated, but he's going to go console himself with a big bowl of fries with mayonnaise, because that's what they do in Belgium. Excelsior. <laughs> there you go. Nailed it. We haven't done one Thank of those you. in a bit. Um, nope. Let's see. Where was I here? Oh, uh, so he's this irritated man approached the players with a Japanese samurai sword. Uh, police say the fight erupted around 5 a.m. 5 a.m.? You're yeah. playing too late. What are you doing? That's that's what yeah, the game probably started like two days earlier, too. <laughs> yeah. It's like risk. You're like on week three of your yeah, stupid risk game. Exactly. Uh on April second, when a group of four people had been playing the popular board game on a sidewalk outside their home, local paper La Libre Belle reported. Mm-hmm. You've been there? Exactly. You've been to that paper? Yeah. You ever done I've it? never been to a paper outside the US. Uh, the participants were loud enough to wake up their neighbors, father and son, who came outside to ask the group to leave. Things quickly got overheated between the players and the father-son duo, resulting in the son bringing out a katana sword for defense, is his claim. That's in quotes. After the men started physically fighting, the sword scabbard got damaged, exposing the blade of his sword. Oh, he kept the thing on. Oh, right. Oh, you know, the, uh, the scabbard is the... not the. It's not the sheath. The scabbard is the little um, covering that blocks the hand holding it oh like a foil the little bell dome thing the little disc that covers it i believe god i might be i might be confusing things here hold on a second i don't actually know no scabbard i'm sorry i'm you're absolutely correct i'm wrong the scabbard is another word for a sheath what is that that other thing oh um, um i don't know what that's called does that have a name yeah i always thought that was the uh, the scabbard but you're absolutely right a it's scabbard the is it's the, the hand sheath. blocker i have no yep. idea yep. uh i'm not a swords guy sorry everybody in the chat um uh, by the way, somebody the hilt, yeah. Somebody in here said, uh, "I miss Claire." Where is Claire? Claire loves Google. She should be here. She's all about yeah. that Android. She's all about that Google. Exactly. Yes. What's she doing? Is she home? Going? Um, I'm making a pot of gin in my me tub. Is that why she's not here? <laughs> Some bathtub gin is yeah. what she's doing. What is this? what is yeah. going on? Oh, hilt! It's a hilt. Hilt. Yeah, I said that a minute ago. Oh, I missed it. Yeah, when, hilt. When the first people started saying that in chat. Yeah, I missed it. The hilt. Hilt. Of course, it's, it's a red on air hilt. Yeah, it's a red on air hilt. <laughs> I knew. I, I don't know why I should feel like I should have known it was hilt. That's stupid. Because it's like, oh, all the way up to the hilt. Yeah, you stabbed thing. him with all the way to the. Yeah. Yes. It happens yeah. all the time. Stabbed him with a sword, Mal. All right. 
Where were we here? Oh, a local spokesman told the paper the player tried to grab the katana removed from the holster. <laughs> Is it called a holster? <laughs> now don't say holster when it when you said scabbard before, uh, J-Post. Yeah, do they mean... What do they mean? I don't know. I mean, the holster is the scabbard, basically. Uh, wounded and arrested after Monopoly Spark Katana. Oh, that's another headline. I don't know why that's in here. Ultimately, oh. <laughs> both the son and the, and the one of the Monopoly players were wounded, or one of them were wounded, and reportedly both taken to the hospital where the son, who was struck in an artery, remains in critical oh, condition. Gosh. Well, he brought the sword out. I feel like... Monopoly by the sword, die by the sword. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Aw. Uh, she's not really in chat yelling at everything, is she? Or like in, in Twitch chat all by herself yelling in caps. So they're no, making but, that uh, up. apparently Justin raided the Frog Pants Twitch channel because he couldn't <laughs> come here to the... Uh... <laughs> To the, to the YouTube. See, that's, that's why really we're testing funny. it this week. We got to see what things, how things go, different yeah. aspects of the process. We don't think about until they happen. That's why we're testing. All right, right. Oh, Samantha Jane is helping us out. Hilt is the handle. The pommel is the round thing on the end of the hilt, uh, the guard, unless it's a foil, and uh, then it's got another French stuff. Then what about this? What about this holster business? Can we even use it in this context? I don't think we sure. Can. I mean, it's can we? You know, it's the scabbard sheath is probably sheath and scabbard are probably the more appropriate terms, but because uh, I think I think only guns go in holsters, right? But again, yeah. I I was confused about my uh, <laughs> my scabbard uh, t- terminology a minute ago. So what do we know? We don't know. What do we know? We're not experts, but we do yeah. play them on TV. All right, that's going to do it for uh, today's news. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Dan Dan, the tabletop man, will be here. And uh, it's been a bit since we're excited to have him back. We were going to have Steven. He had a thing come up. Uh, Best wishes to his son's uh, tooth chip crack. Yeah. That's no fun. Son chip. uh, Getting getting looked at at the hospital. Yep, son chips. Mm, (laughs) I'm in the mood for those right now. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it for that. Let's take a break and play a song. What do you got for us this week? Yeah, we go from the news to Newski. This is an alt-geek rock band from Wisconsin called Newski. They have a brand new album. It's called Friend Rock. Uh, Just came out uh, last week via Nomad Union. The album features members of Not a Surf, Guster, The Verve, Pipe, and more. So they are, you know, got quite the pedigree of of people joining them for this one. Uh, Brian Ritchie, one of the members of the Violent Femmes, uh, quotes, uh, "I like the sound and the way he is forcing the world to contend with him." Ooh, that sounds wow. great. Wow. Here is the brand new single from uh, New Ski and their album Friend Rock. It's called "Only Macaulay Culkin Can Save Us Now." Oh my lord, are you? You're dead serious. That's the name of this I'm thing. Dead serious. That is the name of the song. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. All right, here it is. We'll be back in a minute. Stay tuned. Catherine O'Hara Cracking crooked smiles at me on the TV Penitentiary 
got a high-res 120 hertz display plus this killer rgb keyboard and i can access thousands of games anytime anywhere stop playing what get out of here huh yeah i want you to stop playing and get out of here so i can game on that chromebook got it discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine a new kind of chromebook officers if you have anything against me then book me otherwise as they say Get the hell out of my face! This is a good honey lemonade. As Shakespeare said, shit happens. This is the morning stream. And we've returned. Welcome back, everybody. Who was that again? That song? That was a band called Newski. N-E-W-S-K-I. Just like you think it would be spelled. Brand new album is called Friend Rock. That is the first single from it. Only Macaulay Culkin can save us now. Oh, that's great. Also weird, but great. Yeah, weirdly great. Greatly weird. Yep. Greatly weird is the best way to put it. Let's add Dan to the call. It's been a bit since we have seen Dan. It's been a minute yeah, as, the, as the kids are been a minute as the kids say. Yep, the kids all say it. They do. I totally won't be uh, like sneaking a bite or two of noodles while uh, Dan's talking. No, totally you should go for it. That. Do it while they're still uh, viable. You know, It's too late. They've, they've stopped being viable. There's no viability left. Here's oh, a tangent yeah. for you. Be careful. May cause drowsiness. Well, well, well. Look who it is. It's Dan, Dan the Tabletop Man joining us. Hi, Dan. Greetings, programs. Hey, man. How are, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, you know, 
Just uh, I'm still traveling, even though the season's over. We're still traveling for hockey. Yeah. It's you do that. A, you do that a lot. Let me let me just put this in perspective. You have traveled. I have, I had three children. I think you have traveled more for one, just for <laughs> hockey, than I did for all three of mine combined. I'm sure. pretty sure that's correct. Yeah, it's possible. And well, the good thing is, well, good or bad. Like we, the bad thing is we haven't been on an actual like family vacation in probably five to seven years, yeah. but we're constantly places for hockey, but that's not really like a vacation because, you know, you do some things here and there. It's not just, there's, there's a lot going on and it's more stressful. I mean, vacations can be pretty stressful, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Well, I mean, but, but you uh, always, so, if you guys go to a cool place, you'll try to have a little bit of a, you know, little excursion or something, right? Yeah. I mean, we'll go to some like museums and stuff like, cause there'll be days, maybe we'll have an off day or we don't start or we get there someplace a little early and stuff like that. So we may do that or we may catch like a local sporting event or, or things like that. So you see some of the sites, uh, some of the crazier tournaments, like when we were up in, in, uh, North Jersey for nationals, uh, you know, we were, we were done on whatever it was Saturday. Cause we got, we just got trounced, but we just got to nationals, which is a huge, you know, a huge, uh, thing to say like to get to nationals is there's only 16 teams in the country that get to go to nationals and we were one of them so we were but we were done a little early from that so a lot of people went to new york city and stuff yeah i mean i'm from up there so we just went home so yeah, it was you like went, ah, yeah, yeah. just you know we go you go to you go to nathan's dog or something what do you do when you go home to long island what's your what's your favorite well, I mean, when you go to thing? the city you know you may want to see the the world trade center memorial and, and sure. some other things you know and, and go to some of the good delis up there see the sites Ooh. you know see what uh Times square and and uh sure. you know even the the statue of liberty see there's a lot of famous get a 20 dollar pastrami at the carnegie deli yeah oh yeah, yeah. and yeah. it is see that's one of those things where it's worth like every penny because yeah. it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. No argument. No, that's so totally true. Well, when yeah. you're the, when but, you if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. That's what they tell you. <laughs> well, the travel's going to get a little different next year because DJ uh, is going to prep school next year. He's going to be going up to Canada. Oh, for mm, prep oh my school. lord! Wow. Uh, in a, a nice brick and mortar kind of prep school and playing at a, a really nice play, a real good hockey, but even better uh, the academics up there compared to some of these public schools down here in North Carolina. It's just it's just so good. The, the student-to-teacher ratio is nice and low, and, and he's going to have a lot of a lot of good academics. And uh, so he'll be up there. for He's reclassed a sophomore again, so he'll be up there for three years playing hockey in, uh, in Canada. So oh, that's uh, great. If he gets uh, – if he gets uh, takes a puck to the beak, he can he gets free health care now up there. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's well, right. he is yeah. a goalie, so he takes a lot of pucks to the beak. Oh, yeah. This will be great. <laughs> Take care of him. That's awesome. Well, good luck in Canada. Canada! Uh, Dan, it's uh, good to have you back. We're going to talk about a couple things here real quick before we get your recommendations for uh, for board games and good time, family time. Um, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. That uh, injectable gut thing. What's it called? It's like a miracle weight loss thing, but diabetics are supposed to be using it, but it's it's like... Oh, is that Ozempic or Ozempic. something like that? Well, so Ozempic is one that they use. So it's all in the same kind of drug class that the GLP-1s, what they called. Um, and the, I think it's semeglutide, which is in a couple of the different ones. So there's Wegovi that you'll see some uh, that's marketed specifically for weight loss. Yeah. So, and it's basically the same thing as uh, the Ozempic, because basically, this, I'm pretty sure those are the ones, they're all what we call you know, Me Too drugs, where they're all basically the same GLP-1, but one's loragratide, one's semiglutide, they're all basically the same thing, Yeah. because uh, you've got Trulicity, Ozempic, Bayetta, uh, there's like five of them that are out there now. So, oh, Bidurian is another one of those. So they, what they do is they, they kind of help with GI motility, yeah. uh, and they basically help to, it, they're really, they actually are really good with when it comes to weight loss, but you'll get this 
Uh, it's kind of like any other diet. Wait till I finish before we have any 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 comments for this. Because what I say is like it's like <laughs> other diets because you lose a lot at first, right? And then you got to work a little bit harder. That's what I mean by it's like other diets because there's really good results early, and then you just really have to keep working because it's not a miracle. I mean, it, it, it almost is a miracle drug, but it's not a complete miracle drug. You're not just going to shed 200 pounds, you know, in in a year, but yeah. it's going to help you with a lot of the other diet and exercise because it's going to help with. With your hunger and keeping everything, you just like anything else. You gotta buy in. Mm. You know, it's. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to poo-poo the drug because it's. It definitely works and it's good, but you just can't use it as the. Only, you can't just say, "Oh, I'm on this now. I'm just gonna eat like crap." Well, there's a lot of that going on though, right? Like a lot of people are just buying it. Well, hence the shortage. But a lot of people are getting prescribed this because they're thinking this is their fast. At least it's a fast kickstart mm-hmm. to get where they want to go. Right. It's the celebrity, yeah. it's the current celebrity uh, hot thing. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. It's like they said, uh, people were saying, like, Ozempic is, is the new Adderall because mm. everybody's just got to get on it. Gotta, you know, it's like, it's I think the new that's hot drug. I'm you pretty know, sure that's how, uh, everybody I think trying to a, use it. I think it's how Post Malone lost all his, he lost like 50 pounds or something. Oh, wow. Um, and I think he did. I think this is how he did it. So, okay. So that makes sense, I'll right? Try These an are Ozempic like- gummy in Vegas. If somebody brings me an Ozempic <laughs> gummy, I'll try one. I'll, well, I'll so say it's right funny now, I'll you should say again. that. So oh, God. <laughs> with, with a lot of those things, there's a lot of, um, there is one GLP-1 that is oral. Actually, there may be more than one, but there's only one that I can think of off the top of my head, and that's Ribelsis, and you'll see some of those commercials. And obviously, you can't use more than one of those particular medications together. And you also can't use them with another diabetic medications, the DPP-4s. You can't use them with those, mm. uh, which is, I believe, Genuvia is one of those that some people be on. Again, this is primarily a type 2 diabetic medicine right. is what they're using it for. But it also, kind of like uh, Viagra, where the side effect is boners. So, like, that's actually... <laughs> right. Viagra is actually a heart medicine initially. Yeah, and, they and accidentally for, found. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, but and now, and a, now it's, only known for, it's only known for boners now, exactly. though, right? Yeah. Oh, and it's amazing for pulmonary hypertension. There are a lot of children that are on, like, you know, infants that are on Rivadio because they're preemies and they may have... Um, uh, chronic lung disease, things like that, or, or pulmonary hypertension, where they'll use this in, in liquid form to it helps out with the hypertension, the pulmonary hypertension. And then they obviously get off it, but um, it does have a lot of good use. The, uh, the you know Viagra, the sildenafil, um, but and actually uh, there's another the other afils, the because Rivadio isn't exactly sildenafil, but again anyway, yeah. same drug classes. You know, using things for their side effects. There's a lot of medication that you know in different strengths. Uh, you know, Propecia is another one where it's. Yeah. Uh, a prostate medication, but at a lower strength, they found that, hey, this prostate medication makes you grow hair. So let's market it as one milligram and we'll get you, uh, you know, growing your hair back. Growing a little bit of hair. Like that. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. so I guess I'm asking you, and for those who are like, wow, Dan sure knows a lot about this and I've only heard Dan the first time ever. He's a pharmacist. He knows this stuff. He knows his drug classes. He knows all this stuff. So the reason I'm asking all of this is Ozempic and those like it that that are now currently kind of hard to get for well, first of all, it's a whole other issue to talk about why it's a pain for, you know, actual diabetic patients trying to get that stuff and can't because a bunch of people are trying to lose weight. I, I get the whole mm-hmm. supply and demand problem. Um, but uh, is it tr- is it true that my so here's my comparison in D&D or something like it. Right. Some spells have really positive effects. So you're going to do like a spell and it's going to be an AOE spell. And it's going to take out like four goblins. Cool spell, right? Except it causes four levels of exhaustion and minus two to strength when you use it. Right? Is that a fair like way? A little of, bit of that, drawbacks. Is that the effect. whole? That's the whole pharmaceutical world, isn't it? 
It's like yes, it benefits, is. but then you got to take some stat some stat hits down on the it's bottom. It's like end. Electro. You can play this card and get one extra energy every turn, but you're only going to be able to play one card every turn going forward. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so and then you send them on over to the other side with Viper and, and piss off the other person really bad. <laughs> Wait, what does Viper do? What does that do? Is that a thing? Do I know what Viper? That is? No, Viper is there. Is a card in? in oh, I thought it was. In, I thought it was a drug. Ask your doctor if Viper is right for you. <laughs> Viper Did you say Viper the... in or just Viper? I thought he said, no, I just said Viper. But I thought he said Scott, Viper. Really Scott asked for a med. Yeah. yeah, I'm hearing. I'm hearing like uh, pharmaceutical terms when there are none. Don't That's take fantastic. Viprin if you're allergic to Viprin. Well, speaking of games, uh, let's well, let me get into oh, the yeah. side effects. Because you were, I think you were asking about basically the side effects of those, yeah. you know, these new so and so miracle drugs. Yeah. So there, there are a little bit. You know, um, some people will actually get some some diarrhea, and again, it's, uh, I mean, it's not necessarily a side effect, but the thing that is hard for some people to grasp is that it's not always going to be easy. Like it's going to, you're going to have those effects. And that's kind of why they do a little bit of uh, they titrate up the dose where you may start off with uh, 0.5 and then ramp up to two milligrams of like the Wegovi to do those sort of things. And then again, you still have to really buy into it. It's like um, even like smoking cessation, like you, you can take drugs to help get rid of that craving, but you really gotta, you really gotta put the work in to mm. stop. Mm-hmm. stop every, you know the physiological and the physical addiction to things same thing with food and, and diet and exercise you really got to kickstart your body into gear there's only so much you can do and again the you're going to get some you know again uh mostly the diarrhea and just just kind of getting your body used to it uh are some of those uh in stomach you know sometimes just the gi side effects are basically the the main ones that you see there yeah i've heard uh so uh, my doctor said that if you take that stuff you'll you don't want to eat you want to slow. You want to cut way down on what you're eating because one for for one thing, it's it's a diet or what do you call it? It's a it's a diets or a um, what do you call it when you uh, you're like trying, an appetite suppressant. Ap- appetite suppressant. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, it's that, but it's also um, so you have this feeling of eating full faster. You're not hungry as often or whatever. But if you are eating, you can get like really bad heartburn if you eat your normal half a pizza or whatever the crap you're doing. And right, because it does absolutely interfere. Well, I wouldn't say interfere, but it actually does work on the GI motility, what they call like kind of how fast things go through your GI tract. Yeah. And by doing that, that's where it kind of evens out some of the blood sugar into this into the bloodstream. That's why it's a great uh, type 2 medication because you don't have those spikes that you normally would have. And also, again, by making you feel full, you're not going to eat as much and have even more of a spike. So it, it helps to even all of that out. Uh, and with type twos, if they use like a, the basal insulin, it's going to help kind of make everything a little bit more in range. Yeah. Uh, because the biggest problem is when your body is, you know, when your bloodstream is just swimming in sugar, it loves that. It makes you feel great. You just love all that. And then the, the biggest problem diabetics have is when your sh- blood sugar for like the last year has been sitting at 300, where it shouldn't be anywhere near that. Yeah. But when you start coming down even 100 down, which is still way high and you're still in the 200s, you're going to feel like ass. Yeah. And you're supposed to feel like ass because your body has to get used to not having everything swimming in blood sugar. Uh, you just, you, once you get back, once you get over that hump, you know, kind of even like things like uh, uh, caffeine, people will drink a lot of sodas a day when they're trying to get oh, off yeah. and have a headache. Yeah. But once you get past that, you'll be all right. Yeah, it's not so bad uh, once you're done. That caffeine, that headache caffeine thing, I went through that once with years ago with Coke, you know, stopping ca- uh, yeah. soda caffeine and man, what a what a headache that was. That was a oh, good time. Oh God, I know. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> like if Brian if, if Brian quit like Brian's <laughs> if like, I quit coffee. Yeah, like, you're a regular coffee, coffee drinker. Would that mean yeah. do you think you'd get pretty goofed if For you didn't? Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. It would oh, absolutely yeah. Because yeah. it's even I think it's even higher caffeine than 
Coke. I mean, I know it is. I think it is. Yeah. So stopping this would be like, uh, you know, my head headaches would be uh, horrible. Well, just think about all the memes are all like, you know, the everyday thing. Uh, you know, people yeah. say all the time, it's like, I haven't had my coffee yet. Don't talk to me. Well, that's, right. that shows you right there. <laughs> yeah. There's something to it, it turns out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> turns out it's real. Okay. Well, drink all your coffee and let's play some board games. Uh, do you, what do you have to recommend this week? You got anything cool? So I've got a couple here and they're, and they're both. Actually, sometimes I come on and I'm like, oh, this is a Scott game or this is a Brian game. You know, mm-hmm. just for whether it be rules or complexity. But these are both. <laughs> sure. I, I feel like these are both. Deadly wigs. Gr- ah, it's a Scott, Scott game. game. Bring it on. <laughs> let's do it. Uh, Connect four. Go ahead, Scott. Sure. Have fun with that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, oh, oh, back to the Monopoly thing. You guys were talking about Monopoly earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, can I throw a tangent for you? Please. Sure. Real quick one. So we were talking about Monopoly and how, um, not my favorite game. I mean, I used, you know, it's got a place in every, you know, uh, everybody's collection and it's fine. Sure. And I always say that, and I, I threw it in the chat that if you play with that free parking rule, you're guaranteed to make your Monopoly last at least an hour longer. Cause that's <laughs> oh, basically right. a house rule. It's if you put more money funding. into a game. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. When you put right. more money into a game that's about bankruptcy, you're obviously going to make it harder to, for other people right. to be bankrupt, and it's going to take forever. Now, some of the newer games, uh, they had... I'm trying to remember what the name of it. It was that Mario one. Uh, oh, the, oh, the Mario yeah. uh, um, Monopoly? Yeah, it was like a Mario Kart Monopoly that played completely differently. And, man, yes. we had and such it was a collectible. good time with yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. It was... And it's really good. And even some of the ones kind of like... There's a Lord of the Rings one where there's a ring that goes like the opposite way around. Like, some of these newer IP ones that they've really innovated how they play, it helps to reduce the time of it and having the IP on it a lot of times. Now, sometimes it's just a straight like blah, 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 Opoly, like Salt Lake Opoly. Those are just reskins and they're the same game. Like, But some of the newer, when they're put out by the OP, which is uh, used to be uh, the op... Um, Trying to think of what the 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 OP is is op, it's uh, the Opoly. It's it's it the company Opoly. that makes Monopoly yeah. now. It, it, the yeah. OP is uh, the op is who makes all these newer versions and such. Mm. Um, you know, it's all Hasbro related and everything. And they've got all the licenses. But when they put out those cooler newer ones, th- those I really uh, those I do recommend to check out because they're just they're, they're just fun. Yeah, I I I like that they're doing that. It isn't just a reskin. Reskins are boring. You know, absolutely. They're fun at uh, once, but they're fun early on. You're like, oh, we'll check it out. It's like Warcraft because look at the name of this. It's not, it's not Boardwalk anymore. It's freaking Orgrimmar. That's pretty funny. But right. then you're like, okay, I'm done with this. This is basically Monopoly after that. So and uh, and oh yeah, so I have these little Arthas figure that I get to go around. Yeah, yeah great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> that stuff. Woo! That stuff wears yeah. off pretty quick. I think. Very cool. Uh, well, one thing right. that is an, uh, an IP game that Fantasy Flight put out, uh, I believe about a month or two ago. Is Star Wars the deck building game? Now, this uh, is a is a really I love deck building games. Famously, just I just can't get enough of them. But this is kind of a very good entry level because it introduces a little bit from a lot of games that people are familiar with, uh, whether it be Hero Realms or, or Star Realms, even some of the DC deck building game. A lot of them have very similar kind of base to it because you're just basically you have cards. You start off with your ten card hand. Uh, and you, you're playing five cards at a time. You know, you get a, a hand of five cards, and you're just getting power. But what's cool about what makes it a little bit different is because you're acquiring cards in center row, or you're attacking cards. So you're either the alliance or the empire. Uh, you know, the Rebel Alliance or the Empire, and, and there's a force track on the side that goes back and forth because you can get the force in your favor, you know, going back and forth. And if you get it all the way on your side, you'll get, you know, extra point, you know, you get extra resources per round. And then there's some cards that may trigger off that. But what's also very cool is that you've got kind of a base. You can start off, 
you know, the base game that you start off with the introductory game, you want to just basically play like three bases. Mm-hmm. You may have like Yavin or Hoth and, and, you know, three of them, but you play one at a time and it'll give you an ability as you're playing. And then once they def- the, uh, the other side defeats your base, then you choose which one of the bases you have left to put in a play and it'll give you a one-time initial ability. Now, also in the center row, there's going to be Alliance cards, neutral cards, and then Empire cards. And you can actually attack. So if I'm the Empire player and Luke comes out its middle row, if I have enough battle... Uh, I can defeat Luke out of the middle row, get an uh, ability for it, and it keeps you from getting Luke into your deck. So there's mm. that back and forth. There's some ships that'll come in on your side to help protect your big base. It's just a really good, again, it's it's pretty entry level for the deck building genre, but I think it's really good. And, and what they're probably trying to do is just, just appeal to just people that will see Star Wars and want to get it and they don't have to read. Famously, like, you know, Scott, you don't have to read. 30 pages of rules you can learn this game and either in fantasy fights really good about putting out videos that teach you how to play the game in like five minutes Mm -hmm. or you can read like two or three pages and you absolutely know how to do it uh a really really fun game for whether you're a novice or or experienced game what is the sorry give me the full name of the game again it's star wars the deck building the deck just the deck building game the deck building star wars colon the deck building okay (laughs) the uh the artwork on these cards is great like uh, you know again they've got it looks like new artwork for the characters and even introduction of some some new characters in this thing. Um, plus, it looks like it's a you know pretty fun, quick, easy game, like you said, to play. Yeah, yep. and looks- you can vary the the play length too because you can depending on how many bases you want to play. They tell you if it's your first time play with three bases each, and they'll tell you yeah. in a, in the book like which ones to actually use. And they've got characters from all over the uh, the Star Wars universe, and I think some of this art is probably from some of their earlier. Star mm. Wars uh, IP games that they put out because okay. I think because they did have they originally had a what's called Star Wars the card game which was a living <laughs> card game uh, and it's that also is a lot of fun but it's a lot more complex than this so don't confuse that mm. with this and um, if you maybe if you're looking for that complexity this isn't gonna you know really scratch that itch but it is this still is not a real the game you're game. looking for no I see what you did there uh, it's got a really really good reviews everywhere people seem to really dig yeah. it. Um, oh, yeah, it's really, really good. So, um, and some of the FLGSs out there, they they may still have. Uh, you'll see in some of the pictures on BGG the um, the sleeves, the card sleeves for it. They've got kind of this. Uh, it's basically the. I think it's the same thing as what's on the front of the box, and they have the card sleeves for it. And now card sleeves are great, but when they start putting out expansions, you're either gonna have to get more card sleeves or just not sleeve them at all. I happened to just get them because I was like, ah, because they came with it. You know, I bought the game sure. and it happened mm-hmm. to just be a promo for it. Sure. Uh, but I just, I forgot how much. When, when you start off as being, you start getting into that hardcore collecting gamer, you're like, oh, sleeve, 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 sleeve. And then after you're a, a seasoned gamer that doesn't really care anymore, you're like, oh, I just can't shuffle with sleeves. It's a pain in the butt to shuffle with sleeves. Yeah. It yeah. makes it a little more bulky. Sometimes they break and it's just, just a pain. I but, uh, but it does add some fun. And, you know, if you're playing a game like, uh, magic and stuff and you've got sleeves on there there are games like i still sleeve my gloomhaven but there are different types of sleeves because these these uh ip sleeves are a little thicker than your normal like penny sleeves that you would get for like magic the gathering because mm. those are kind of made to shuffle a bit sure whereas these are mm-hmm. these are a little thicker and a little bit more of a pain i should have consulted with you uh here recently i know you got a lot of you know shelves full of games and all that and you probably got some that are worth a lot of money some maybe that aren't so much and i've had this one wrapped game i don't remember the name of it now because i've already shipped it and i can't i couldn't tell you i'd have to look it up but i had this this board game that was wrapped given to us as a gift didn't think much of it put it on ebay put it for what i thought seemed reasonable looked at some other you know open versions but this was unopened and some guy freaking sniped that thing in two seconds after i posted it 
Oh, I'm, wow. I'm really? sure I sold, undersold it. 100% sure I could have made more. Than that. <laughs> I don't know what. So from now on, well, when I'm selling... Do you remember what it was? I don't remember the name. Let's see if I can look it up on eBay, actually. Um, I might be able to do that quick. But what I need to do is just remember, oh, no, if you're going to put a board game up there, you talk to Dan first because he'll know. Yeah. Right. Oh, absolutely. I don't know why yeah, I didn't think I, of it. Know, I'll know what the, the going rate is or what's what's good. I hope it wasn't the uh, Star Wars The Queen's Gambit that was it's been one of no. those hard it's a, a hard to find game. It's not I don't know why nobody they've never reprinted it because everybody's been looking for that game and it's a it's a high dollar game for sure. Let's see which one is it. Okay, I found them. It is uh scroll scroll scroll. Uh it is or was. Here it is. River Horse Studios, Jim Henson's Labyrinth, the board game. Oh, really? Labyrinth, the board game? Yeah, and really? I have two I have two of these. One that's unwrapped. I'm keeping that one. And then this one, I don't know even why I have it. It probably got it at a Nerdtacular or something. I don't know, but I have an extra one. And so I put it up there, went for 25 bucks plus shipping, but immediately, which makes me think, mm-hmm. damn it, I could have probably, this is probably like 100 bucks, 150 bucks. It was made in 2016 or something, but it's it's a like, you know, full-blown labyrinth game so it's you know retro and looks like you know it's david bowie yeah you might have just found that. somebody that was there it was kind of their grail game yeah could oh, be sure. i haven't or david bowie i haven't heard a there? lot of people looking for that particular one <laughs> it's david, david bowie. bowie cod piece playing playing piece <laughs> yeah if you're if you're a cod piece fan or maybe they're just fans of the guy that stood behind him with his hand through his, his armpit <laughs> doing the balls handling you know? his balls yeah yes. handling uh-huh. his balls for him that might be it well anyway my commitment uh, dan is next time is to talk to you first because because why the hell wouldn't I, mm-hmm. right? It's bad. Yeah, I'll, I'll help you out anytime you need. Uh, well, uh, let then, me give you one more before I head yeah, out. Yeah, go for it. Um, because I, I really, really like this game too. And it was on Kickstarter last year and it fits. So this is why I think this is a, definitely a Scott game because if anybody knows Scott, they know he likes post-apocalyptic type things. I like post-apocalyptic as well, but yes. Yes, I do. Nice dill post-apocalyptic. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, right, that's the best. yeah, easy for me to say. Yeah. So this is called Maximum Apocalypse Wasted Wilds, and it's a post-apocalyptic game. Uh, you know, it's it's not a lot of the post-apocalyptic game. Man, this, why not, that's the word of the day. <laughs> why did you pick this game, Dan? I know. Mo- most of these themes usually end up in, in zombies of some sort. Uh, and there may be a faction in the game that does have some zombies, but this is not really a zombie game, not like Zombicide or, or Apocalypse. This is just kind of has that apocalyptic feel. And what's really cool is, uh, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, and we can go into this another day, but some really games that do a really good job, they some games do a really good job of teaching you the game as you're kind of reading the rulebook, and they t- even tell you, like, hey, set this up and play while you're reading this, because you'll learn all the rules as you're reading kind of the rules, and it really helps you to kind of learn. There are even some games that'll ship you, like, a, they'll have a block of cards, and, you know, they'll even tell you before you even open the rulebook, don't shuffle the cards, because this is how our tutorial is going to go. We have the cards specially packed in a certain way for the you know, for to teach you this game because it'll tell you, oh, this card's going to come out next. Okay, now draw a card and this is what it'll be and this is how you use it. So this does a similar way of that. But what's cool about this is it's got a bunch of different missions. Uh, there's a couple of different campaigns that come in the game. But the whole idea about the game is you're, you're a bunch of survivors and there's different missions in the game that you have to do. Like it may just be kind of exploring the land, getting some gas and food, finding a way out of this area, and then getting back to the truck with the gas. Now, there'll be face-down kind of tiles that it's all randomized, and then either monsters may appear as you're kind of playing, and then you've got to tackle them or you've got to be able to deal with them. There's also kind of environmental factors you've got to deal with uh, as you're playing the game. And then there'll be different factions. Like, as you're playing the game in different missions, some factions actually have 
kind of morale where you can kind of get them on your side or you can get them really angry at you. So that's another kind of twist to everything. But as you're playing a game like this, uh, it's real fun because it almost feels like you're playing either a book or a movie or something. Mm. Uh, and this is a this is an expansion, not expansion. It's a standalone expansion because it's the second one because there was a regular Maximum Apocalypse that came out, but this is Wasted Wilds, which brings out more missions, uh, newer uh, survivors to use, and just a, a a lot of different kind of new uh, different factions to go against you as well. Uh, I highly recommend this because you don't have to have the first one or even play the first one. But this is a, a lot of fun. Rock Manor Games, and this is by Mike Nade. He does a lot of good... Uh, he's played. A, he's, he's designed a lot of different types of genre games, which is really cool that it's not just one type of game that he's done. He's, he's kind of branched out to a bunch of things. But mm. you can play this one to four players. I've played this solo a bunch over the past couple of weeks, just trying it out. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. It, it just it, it sets up easy, tears down pretty easy, and, and you can kind of save your progress. And it has... Um, and Scott, you'll probably dig this. This is amazing when you see some games that have these inserts mm. that come with the game. Like nobody had to buy this insert. It just kind of comes with the game and it's just perfect. Like these kind of molded inserts that's like more more nowadays, so many publishers are pimping out their games with these inserts and stuff. Yeah, I love the inserts. They're cool. The art's all, always awesome. Mm -hmm. I like these little figures too. These are cool. They're really cool. Yeah. yeah. Are they pre-painted, I think, these figures? No, they're not. Okay. I mean, oh, you yeah, may I be able to find a version that is. They might have had it as a stretch goal. Yeah. But the, I know the copy I have has just regular minis. Oh, this looks awesome. Just, you know, gray. All right, this looks really but good. Brian can paint them. Yeah, Brian's a painter. Hmm. He can paint them. Yeah, just add them to my uh, list. Add them to my to-do list, which is... Add them uh, to your queue. Behind all the entire X-Men, uh, Marvel United X-Men expansion, and uh, <laughs> two-thirds of the original Marvel United. Damn. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah, what we really just need to do is give Brian another game to put more miniatures behind all those. Yeah, and don't forget, I've got Marvel Zombie, uh, Zombie, Zombicide coming, and Marvel United uh, Multiverse uh, at some point as well. So, I know. Listen, I know painting is my Zen place, and I really need my Zen place right now. And I have not been to my Zen place in a few weeks, so I think I need to just isolate an hour a day and say. I'm not looking at email. I'm not answering my phone. I'm going to paint, and that's all I'm going to do. I think that's a great. I need to do more I, of that too. I, I totally really like self care. That. Yeah, self care. Right. That's and our I, kind of self care. We talked about this uh, two weeks ago, and I and I said I was going to do it. and I need to do it. Well, there's and, a lot. And when you start getting used to it and start getting good, and I mean, obviously, anything you yeah. paint yourself is you're, it's going to look good to you. It's kind of like cooking. Like it's going to taste better when you do it. But uh, there's just something about painting something yourself and playing with those pieces in the <sighs> game sure. that that you, you know it's just. Just amazing, uh, and 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 Brian, I've seen some of your stuff. You're really, really good, Johnson. Yeah, I think good. you'd be uh, a good painter. Oh, I would. I'm you just know, terrible. Once you get over that little bit of hump of learning, yeah, I've I've used to do it. I, the problem is, me and messy paint, we just don't get along. We're just not friends, and I don't know why. Like even in high school, I hated oil painting. I hated acrylic. I just wanted to do ink and pen and pencil. I hated all that stuff. So I'm not really a good wet media guy. But it wouldn't be a bad idea to challenge. But this would be so much more controlled. Teeny tiny brushes. You wouldn't have as much of a mm -hmm. a, a, a way to get messy with it. That's right. true. And sometimes aside all you need from, is like the aside base from code what you get on things. your on oh, your yeah, thumb, my little, my little like thumb your, right here. Yeah, yeah. Like because I, you know, that's how I sharpen the point of my brush before I start painting something. It's like bloop, 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 yep. bloop. then you, later you make a little face out of it and you go. Hello. You do. You say satellite, satellite. Oh my gosh, that's a throwback. <laughs> Callback, uh, Dan. I think the next time you but, come on, but I will on, warn you. Oh, go uh, ahead. Before I get, I will warn you, and I warn everybody out there. Uh, if you do start to paint and you get the bug, it ain't cheap. Mm. Oh no, it's not. It can go yeah. places, especially like these 40k people. It's a lifestyle. Oh. 
I don't know how they do it. And I love what they're doing. I don't think I could. Uh, Dan, next time you come, I want, can you do this? Like next time, like top five solo game experiences with board games Absolutely. tabletop let me write that down because i get asked this a lot for some for whatever reason people are always like can you like this as soon as dungeon murder launches hopefully tomorrow people are keep asking me can i play this solo and they can't unfortunately this game's designed for two to five but but there are so many games and maybe there's ways to even treat tweak its rules i just haven't done it yet but mm-hmm. yeah. you know this well, idea is and Scott, yeah. if you get me a, i'm sure you probably have some either protos or early get it to me i can uh possibly even design a solo mode for it for you oh i would love that oh yes. there you go yeah for yeah. sure i've got i've a, done that for some games there's a few printed games that i've actually have designer credits of, of designing a solo version of so absolutely I definitely do that yeah i will nice. get that to you as soon as i've got i, I should be getting basically released decks uh, technically they're beta decks but i'll be getting those soon so um i'll hook you up anyway yeah that'd be great so look forward to that everybody next time dan's on yeah, a little bit of solo recommendations how about that absolutely Cool. Absolutely. James, you can play with yourself. Wait, what? (laughs) What? What the heck? (laughs) Uh, It's Dan Dan, your tabletop man and your resident pharmacist. Have a fantastic week, and we'll see you next time. Take care, boys. Bye now. All right. I was going to say bye, and I took a drink. It was like the waitress coming by. Can I get you anything else? Oh, you love that? And you kind of have to do like the lean into it, pull it out. Oh, no, 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 thank you. Yeah. Been there a few times. Um, okay, a couple of quick things. Later today, uh, uh, Carter and I, uh, looks, looks like 5 p.m. Yeah, we're doing it at 5 unless unless she's hits traffic and has a hard time getting home, but she's in, she's up at the U today. But anyway, at 5 o'clock for a couple hours, we are planning on streaming It Takes Two. Hmm. Uh, this uh, relatively new, a couple years old now, I guess, or a year or two, a uh, year and a half old game that came out and won all kinds of awards. Everybody said, oh, you have to play, you have to play it. It's a co-op experience. It's by the... Um, the oh, team that I've made you guys brothers. Play, you guys have played a little bit of this before, right? Where I don't think know, one we of played... you gets on a fulcrum and the other one raises up. And oh, it's similar to that. That one we played okay. was Bokaru or Bokaru. Oh, and that's right. okay. and that's kind of why we're in the mood for this because this is apparently kind of like the end all be all co op game, at least of late. So yeah, cool. we'll we'll see how it goes. We're going to start that stream tonight, and we'll do a series of these until we're through with it over the next few weeks. So uh, check it out. That's it. Takes two tonight frogpants.tv will take you straight there and for those in the chat wondering will it be YouTube yes it will we're going to test it all week all week it's mm-hmm. YouTube tested that's all the plan uh, what else oh let's do this quick email about Turo we okay. talk about Turo sometimes we can play this for that hold on be courteous yeah. and obey traffic regulations it's kind of related yeah you know Oh, hello, totally is, yeah. hello, Spinny and Bullet Hell or Bullet Bill. I don't know I said hell, <laughs> but you're Bullet Bill, Ryan. Sure, sure. I'm Bullet Bill. Thank you for introducing me to Turo. It saved my vacation. Ooh, let's find out why. Cool. Because yeah. I took my family to Los Angeles a couple of weeks ago. And when we got there, there was a two plus hour long wait for a rental car, which we <sighs> oh already God. had reserved. Oh, man. You know how to take the reservation. You just don't know how to keep the reservation. <laughs> exactly. It's like, yep, we got a car reserved for you. Oh, sorry. Now we don't anymore because we gave them all away in those two and a half hours. So Ugh. lame. I feel bad for you. Anyway, it says after waiting for over an hour, they told us we were out of cars or they were out of cars and wouldn't have any for multiple hours. So after a lifting to our hotel at 2 a.m., we decided to look up a car on Turo. And we were lucky we didn't even, uh, we're, sorry, we were lucky we didn't because we had plans to get family photos at the beach at sunset. And after the photos, just out of curiosity, I looked up a lift from the beach par- sorry beach back to our hotel. And it was one and a half times more expensive than the car we got from Turo uh, for that one trip. Just for that one, just yeah. for that one trip. Just for Jeez. that trip. 
Anyway, I highly recommend checking out the Super Nintendo World at Universal. And when you're done there, you can get photos with Homer Simpson, also at Universal. So much fun. Love Ryan in Michigan. I do want to see Super Nintendo World pretty bad. Those yeah. crowds look like shit to me, though. Man. <laughs> That's all those opening, you know, opening few months crowds. It does not look like fun. But but the the place, the the videos and stuff, that uh, all that stuff looks great. It looks awesome. And, dude, yeah. I'm glad you glad you tried out Turo. Yeah, I did that. Uh, rented out my uh, soul for a week. I, I sold my soul. Yep. Rented out my for soul for a week. Yep. I haven't done it since because I've been making more money with Lyft, but I do plan on getting back to Turo. And... You know, when I want to rent a car, that actually is going to be my first, um, my first uh, stop before I look at dollar or budget or any of those. So glad yeah, we could disrupt uh, that tell market. You about Turo. Love it. Right. So, did you? Let me ask you this. Uh, yeah. In if would you? Okay, so you're leaving town for about a week, right? Yes. This isn't a weird scenario, I promise. Okay, I was weird. like, when you rented that Turo, were you afraid that somebody was going to put their ball sack on the steering wheel? That's the question I'm expecting. Right That's a now, fair but, question, but for a different time. Yeah. Um, okay. No, the question today is, would you feel comfortable leaving to go, like you're going to Vegas for a week? Yeah. Would you ever feel comfortable letting your car be rented while you were gone? Or does totally is that, would. Okay. Yeah, so that's no, no, that would deal. be good. The only problem with that is if there's a problem, like... Oh man, I'm having this issue where I can't, you know, all of a sudden I can't get into the trunk or or the key's not working. It's like, uh, sorry, I'm in a completely different state right now, and so I can't get you the spare key to to help you out. So it'd be a, it'd be a, uh, you know, that would be the only problem is not being available for support. And I think that actually is a requirement. I oh, don't think they want you to be you around can, for that. Eh? They want you or somebody that you delegate mm. to be around for that. So you could do yeah. that. You get your like trusted neighbor or your sister or your I could yeah crazy neighbor. I'd have no problem. But then that means that he'd be on the hook. It's like yeah my the key's not working. Can you bring me the spare? Then all of a sudden now crazy neighbor has to drop everything he's doing and get a key from my house and drive it over there. Yeah. So plus maybe he'll mix it up and give him a bong instead. You never know. Although Dave, yeah, I mean with Tristan uh, watching the house while we're gone, um, I'd totally trust Tristan to do that, and he'd be fine doing that sort of thing. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, when yeah. you got a kid around, that makes you can. It helps having a kid that you can plop down when you yeah. go anywhere and that say, is the nice hey, thing. watch the house. It's a nice thing for Vegas is my kids are all going to be hanging out here and it's good. I know. It's, it, it, Tristan was originally going to go. He was hoping to join us for TMS Vegas. It didn't work out this time, but hopefully in 2024. But that means, no, we need somebody else to house sit for us. Yeah, right. <laughs> like if Car- Carter was also going to try to come this year, but can't because she's yeah. turning right around and going to London for Comic-Con like the very mm. two week, three weeks later or whatever it is. Yeah, and so she's like, I just can't do it for work and you know all that. So anyway, I look forward to seeing everybody next week. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be great. Can't wait. It's going to be great. I need to find out what tower I'm in. I don't want to be in the Long Walk Tower. I want to be in the one where everyone is. You know what I mean? Mm. At the hotel. Yeah, the North Tower versus the the South Tower. It is the North Tower, right? That we want. That we want. North Tower is the one you get to by the elevators next to Hash House of Go Go, and then South Tower, I believe, is the one. That you walk through the casino, and uh, and go up on that side. Okay, because one of the sides has quick, easy access pool output, and the other one doesn't. I think that is the South Tower has quick, easy access. So you have to walk through the casino, go up to level three, and there's your pool access. Gotcha. But if you're in that tower, you just go to level five. Right. You just go down to level three, and you're set. Or three, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm very excited. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. What? Oh, and I got the. I sent Brian a picture. Maybe I didn't. 
Did I send you a challenge coin photo? I think I did. Oh, you put it in the uh, Frog Pants uh, deal? Oh, um, I thought I sent you a copy. Well, anyway, it, you didn't. it's looking great. The, it the, does the, look great. Yeah, they turned and out I've awesome. Had, and I've had a listener who is not going to be able to make it out to uh, Vegas offer to give me her challenge coin. Oh, so, that's so nice. This, this super nice, uh, I won't say who it is, although people probably will figure out because I was going to let her use my uh, pool patio for a ukulele uh, concert. Thing. Oh, get together. So I think I might know then who that you is. You might know exactly who that person is. Very so, kind of uh, them. But I'm sure again, there's going to be enough people who who can't make it that that uh, that the two of us will end up with challenge coins. I hope. I so, can't believe I can't believe so they don't let us get you know 125 or 150. So that we have to get a whole extra hundred. Just Minimums are a pain in the ass. I wish they just let me, even if it costs more. Like, hey, I'll I'll double the price for two more. Yeah, they right. don't do it. They have to them in certain Well, even certain if lots. you double the price, don't you get, wouldn't you get 200? Well, no, if we got, what I mean is if I wanted two more, just two more single coins. Oh, two more at the price they give you yeah. for, I see what you're saying. So yeah. it's like, instead of, instead of your lot of 200, can you do me two, 202? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then just charge me 60 bucks per coin for the last two? And like, they don't do any of that. Right. We right. tried. Uh, anyway, thank you for that Turo email. We appreciate it, Ryan. You can send us emails at themorningstream at gmail.com. And uh, a little teaser tomorrow: the return of Kevin from Ann Arbor, Michigan. We got a phone call what? from Kevin. That's right. Oh my gosh! It's not about Look bees. At that, teasing a phone call. I know, but it's not about bees and how he doesn't like bees. It's none of his usual business. <laughs> but this call made me laugh freaking out loud. So, oh good, uh, oh awesome! I very, can't wait to hear it. Very excited to hear from Kevin again. It's been ages since he's written in. So. Uh, very glad to hear he's still out there listening. If you would like to be a regular, important part of the daily goings-on here at TMS, become a patron today. There's no reason you can if you already uh, haven't been and you're just on the fence and you're like, I don't know why I don't just go throw a dollar their way. Uh, I mean, in fact, you know what? Now's the time to do it because we're th- there's word that we might have to take the dollar one, which no longer exists in right. Patreon. If you did a new Patreon, it doesn't exist that we're going to have to kill that and put a $2 one on there. It's still not bad for a month, but the point is that if you're in at a dollar, it doesn't change yeah. you. You get to stay there. You're grandfathered in. You're grandfathered yeah. in at a buck. So literally, I'm saying, if that change happens, get in now so you get locked in there. Mm. I mean, we'd love it if you did too, Look but you know. Look at that. We're like telling people how to how to not pay us $2 a month. That's how bad one. we are at this. That's how bad we are at no, Patreon no. and bad at marketing ourselves. So how, take how about all you people who are currently paying a dollar? Yeah, pay two. Yeah, pay, yeah <laughs> bump it up. Bump it the F Just up. Kidding. I know. Especially like ask you telling people this on tax day, right? Where they're like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, I owe so much money to the IRS. Oh so, man, I got a call yesterday from my accountant and he goes, we thought we were done. We were all done, right? Yeah. Gave him everything. Oh, We've been ready for a month or something. And he comes yeah. back and he goes, yeah, we're going to need to do an extension. <gasps> oh, no. And I'm like, why? What? What? Are, what? And he's like, no, it's just a matter of just its volume this year and it's no big deal. And I'm like, but doesn't that flag us somehow? They look at you more scrutinizing or something. He's like, no, that's a myth. That's a myth. You'll be Causes fine. more scrutiny. More scrutiny. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so yeah, join us, patreon.com slash TMS. Get the ad-free experience over there. Get the pre-show and post-show con- uh, post content. Post- I don't know what we're doing for Couch Party Friday, but we'll do something fun. So be here for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's watch something Vegasy. Yeah, uh, we're going to do a Vegas thing. Mood. I don't know what yeah. it'll be, but we'll do like Maybe a an Vegas. episode of Vegas. <laughs> Is there like a, a, a um, 
like X Files in Vegas or something. It's got to be something. Oh, bet there was. Yeah. Or we could watch that Star Trek episode where they go to the casino in space. That's a good one. Uh-huh. TNG. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. That one's great. Anyway, we'll think of something. And uh, and videos are working now over there, so I'm excited. Uh, that'll do it for today's show. We're out of here. Brian, let's uh, leave with a song. Do you have a little something there you can do? I do. Uh, Ambassador Domo wrote in, Robert, and said, uh, it's my birthday. I'm uh, my 59th, just short of 60. Yikes. When did I get so old? Wow. Uh, let me hit that you play birthday the clip, thing play the right here. Here it is. Birthday. Hold on right here. <laughs> let's party. Ah, uh, there you go. Ah, uh, very good. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to hear a cover of Radar Love originally by Golden Earring. And uh, yeah, sure. I've got that. I've got uh, uh, got the perfect thing for you. This is one of those songs I like. Uh, there's trivia I like about songs, right? You know, like I, I try to make for a while I was making playlists based on trivia and these things kind of became Guess the Connection. But um, Golden Earring's Radar Love is one of those songs that references another song and until you really pay attention to the lyrics, you don't really know, right? Because one of the lyrics is Brandy Lee's coming on strong. And you think they're the, the the singer is talking about somebody named Brandy Lee who's who's either in the car with you or in another car trying to race you or something like that. But yeah. no, there that's a song that that's the forgotten song that's playing on the radio. Oh. Brandy Lee's coming on strong. I didn't know that. The radio's playing some forgotten song. Brandy Lee's coming on strong. And so I actually found that song too. And so in my library, I have coming on strong by Brandy Lee, which is a, a really weird, like seventies Mamby Pamby pop song. It's kind of funny. I had no anyway, idea. There's a little inception going on there. That's cool. It really is. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be playing a version here of uh, radar love by ministry and co-conspirators. This came from the 2008 album cover up. And uh, I'm sorry, Brenda, Brenda Lee, not Brandy Lee. Brenda Lee's coming on strong. Mm. And uh, this is uh, from the album Ministry and Co-Conspirators Cover Up. Here is Radar Love.
If you like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. I think pussy's okay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that bow? Yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.